because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. Oh. <laughs> he's so grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Why is this always a challenge? It's always hunting season. It's always hunting. Well, she seems to have captured a perfect likeness of a prehistoric caveman, but what of it? Hmm. What if I told you that this prehistoric caveman is Merlin's uncle and he's alive? <gasps> Und breathing yet? <laughs> I'd say either you've been having archaeological hallucinations or you've been hitting the sauce. Please, I'm off with the sauce. I'm off the sauce. <laughs> what I am telling you is true here, Professor. Do you realize what this means? What it is we got here? Well, if we could prove that our missing link here is actually alive, then we could become famous in scientific circles. Oh, knock it off is a scientific circle. That's for the birds. If we can prove that this missing link is alive, we'll be filthy rich. Hello and welcome to another one-of-a-kind shine-defining uh, dug up in the backyard and is possibly the missing link to all... Humanity and Civilization episode of the Monster Ooh. Hunters, the only show that dares to shun millions, billions, trillions, everything in existence, everything in lieu of a 60-ish year old sitcom about a Frankenstein's monster and his grotesque family. My name is still Derek, and I'm still a Monster Hunter, and joining me at the Monster Headed Table of Mon- Oh, shit, is it Monster Headed Table? It's not even a table, it's a sectional. It's the one oh. and only Shun DMC himself, Keith. Hey, hey, still KG, still Shun DMC, still Monster Hunter Extraordinaire. Extraordinary. Table, oh. table, uh, recliner, sofa, whatever. it doesn't matter. I'm the same every time we go. Yes. Slow and steady wins the race. And the other rock salad foundation that this podcast is built upon, not my weak ass sand, but the rock. What? I mean, they say build your house on a solid foundation not sand right and it's biblical is the hmm. one and only dr dre of kansas terry that's right you know the king of man as they say um <laughs> oh we haven't heard that one in a while bring it back uh, <laughs> yeah i thought it was time to remind the people the listeners out there uh yeah you know i, I think a rock makes a great foundation i mean isn't sand just little rocks i feel like it is little kind of, rocks uh, that's a loophole i think you're still in the clear dirt if you heat them up and press them, it's glass, and then they just break. Oh, boy. Heat me up and press me? That's, that, that's <laughs> oh. what I'm looking for every day. It's his only oh. weakness. It yeah. is my, my one of my many weaknesses, but at the top of the weakness, at the top of the weakness charts this week, all the way up from number 17 is being heated up and pressed. <laughs> number 17. Wow. <laughs> it's a huge jump. That's Man, pretty. Yeah. I'd be curious to hear what's more or higher than that. Oh, I mean. well. Falling all the way down from number one, the silver bullets. <laughs> huh. We used to be number one weakness. Now it's not 24. Uh, huge jump. That's a huge, huge drop. Yeah, You're more worried about getting uh, heated up and pressed, pressed than yeah. you are getting shot by a silver bullet. But no. he figured out he wasn't a werewolf, so not nearly as scary. Those the seasons. likelihood of being heated up and pressed is far greater <laughs> than being shot with a silver bullet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's true. Well, we know about my weaknesses and fears and whatnot. Number two is sharks. Uh, 
<laughs> no, you can't resist. Yeah, you got to be careful. It's it's a steady number two uh, sharks. Uh, since we know all that stuff, but what about you guys? How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Um, I'm just you know living the dream over here. I've decided you know we I know we shun a lot of things, but I'm starting mm-hmm. to think maybe I'm going to stop shunning missing links because that seems to be a pretty popular oh. uh, monster steam. So all those misty links out there, uh, misty, misty, misty links, links. <laughs> those misty yeah. links, and mm. those missing links. Mm. Now, who's this? Sounds like a uh, like a misconnection type thing here. Oh yeah, <laughs> misty yeah. links, misty mm. links. If you're out there, I've stopped shunning you. You're all you're forgiven for what you've done to me. Uh, you can come <laughs> back. Me, the dark, mysterious stranger on the bus. Yeah, you, <laughs> misty <Anonymous>. links. <laughs> I know your name because you had a name tag on. <laughs> I don't know if you out. remember me, but we made brief eye contact while I was checking out at the groceries. <laughs> yes. I felt like there was a strong connection. <laughs> it's Miss T Links. Links is last name, T first name, and she's unmarried. Miss Yeah, I, I mean I definitely didn't have a wedding ring when I looked, so all right. Yeah. Mr. Fun. Links, if you're listening. Um Holla at your boy. Holla, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or be the 21st caller into the Monster Hunters hotline, <laughs> and you could win a trip for two to the Poconos. Oh, that's nice. I hope I, I'm going to start calling in for this. Now, when I was a child, um, we watched a lot of uh, game shows. So Pressure Luck was number one on, the, on, on my list of things to watch. Um, and they always had trips. One was the Poconos, and one was Caicos. Um, which is in Barbados, I believe. But the Poconos, I always thought, was in the uh, the Caribbean or the Caribbean. It turns out it's in Pennsylvania, I believe. <laughs> in Pennsylvania? Yeah, yes. Wow. <laughs> I was imagining like up north, like in Alaska or something. Nope. Nope. The Poconos, hmm. I believe, is in Pennsylvania. Maybe Western New York. One of the two. Either way, we're here and we, Terry, you and I are on a mission, a mission to recline. And when, once we do mission that. accepted. Keith is going to saunter his way up to the mantle. And he's going to, the mantle is so clean. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. I weep every time I see it. Well, Mm -hmm. I weep and then I catch something out of the corner of my eye and the tears dry up and my efforts start to revolt and repel from what I see. See, I weep for joy when I see the mantle and then I sob out of fear (laughs) when I see that dusty, dank, home sphincter ridden pus oozing book mm-hmm. that keeps grabbing mm-hmm. for us today and he's gonna open it up and oh, oh read like all the, the moisture gets ripped out of the air i shrivel <laughs> up it's yes. oh, my lips are dry uncomfortably dry we're like a couple of sponge bobs out of water um you know and we definitely uh, don't need it definitely yep and He's going to read to us about tales of numbers and birthdays and everything, sugar and spice and everything nice mm. in this week's <laughs> Monster Hunter Almanac Factoid of the week. March 10, 1966. It was a Thursday. Mm. It was the 69th day of the year in 1966. Nice. Hey, hey. <laughs> and it was the 10th Thursday of that year. Mm. Wow. There have been 174 days uh, until this episode turns 58, and there have hmm. been 21,011 days. Uh, yeah, from from the time of this recording. Uh, so, if 
a dog named Odyssey, probably German Shepherd dog breed, was born on the same okay. date as when this came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would likely be around 310 dog years old. Mm, the Methuselah of dogs. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. biblical reference. I'm full of them today. Yeah, you are. I like it. <laughs> the direction for this podcast. <laughs> no, I think that was our direction for quite a while. There's son of man, uh, carpenter of men, uh, king of men, the yeah. carpenter of men. the carpenter of men. I, I build, build each man, man by wood. hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, no not just style. dogs being born, but there were people born, and based <laughs> on based on the data published by the United Nations Population Division. 118,093,834 babies born throughout the world in the year of 1966. So the estimated number of babies born on March 10th, 1966, would be 323,545. Uh, that's about 225 babies a minute. Oh, that's a lot of babies. That's a lot of babies. It is. It is. Yeah. I'm picturing just a bunch of babies pouring out of a like a like a slew, right? Just like, mm-hmm, yeah. just like a big pile of babies building up mm-hmm. every day. The cacophony of sound as they all start rolling out. Yep. Yeah. And then once yeah. the day is over, somebody pulls a lever and a trap door opens, all the babies <laughs> fall down. Yeah. Trap doors come back up, up and it yep. fills back up again. Yeah. yeah. It's like donut places <laughs> that like they'll throw out any donuts that they didn't serve that day. <laughs> day <Any, any, laughs> <any> babies. <laughs> yeah. Any babies the storks don't get to that day. Oh. They yep. usually those, do- those donuts are in dumpsters. Um, are we going to suggest that we have Dale mm, dumpster babies? Uh, <laughs> I think it's best left to the imagination. Uh, yeah. I mean, we don't have I mean, them, no. but somebody might. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, somebody might. You go to us. the baby Not store us. and you're like, I can get a fresh baby, but there's a rack really <laughs> close to the checkout. You're like, oh, day old babies. Oh, man, go, go, like go, go, teenagers hanging around. They just haven't gotten picked up yet. You know, oh, if I go, if I go around back, they usually leave an extra box of them sitting yeah. out there. I'll, I'll grab them. A slip, a slip of 50. <laughs> bring to the home guy. a baker's dozen of children. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're day olds though. A uh, little stale, yeah, yeah. but they'll be okay. Kids, yeah. kids Hopefully. can't tell. Now, uh, throughout that's a, I mean, a lot of people around, a lot of people been around for a lot of history. And on March 10th in 1804, the Louisiana Purchase uh, took place. Wow. The, nice. formal, the formal ceremony conducting that final transfer. They had a formal uh, ceremony? Apparently so, yeah. I'm picturing like the did. ceremony in Dune uh, at the beginning where <laughs> uh, the movie where they all come down and, and uh, what's his name? Leto Atreides puts his ring in the wax and yeah i, I mean it, it's famously known that that they that they you know that was written and, and everything based off of the louisiana purchase activity mm-hmm. yeah yeah now in 1876 alexander graham bell makes the first successful telephone call by saying mr watson call? come here i no, want mr. to see watson. you see i'm picturing it like dune 1984 when they made the weapons based out of sound Oh yes, yes. That's what Alexander Graham Bell did. I oh, want to see you. Way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then nope. Mr. Watson or whatever his name is has a his head exploded. CGI, yeah, CGI force field that somehow deflects everything. <laughs> but that's before CGI, so they had mm-hmm. to like do some kind of like overlay of some sort of recorded, like filmed on a small scale. Oh god, it was so terrible. <laughs> but it looked great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, in 1977, mm-hmm. ast- astronomers discover rings around Uranus. 
See, now <laughs> I'm picturing this like wow. Dune the book. Uh, okay, <laughs> when when which was excluded from all the movies when him and his mom were sliding down the I uh, Lady Jessica were sliding down the the uh, Dune of sand, and she lost her pack that had all of the stuff they needed to survive in the desert. Oh and no! Paul used his his like ability, and well, he's trapped in all the dust, and he was able to use his ability to see through time to know where it was at and he found it even though it was buried in the sand that's what i'm picturing that to hmm. be like that reminded you of the rings of uranus yes okay. well they found the rings of uranus much like paul atreides found oh i see his mother yeah, makes lost per- on the doom makes perfect sense yeah some scientists just it's like i know there's rings around here somewhere <laughs> <laughs> yep i'm gonna snort some dust and see if i can see through time <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. And it worked. Yep. I'm going to snort some dust and then see if I can see some rings around Uranus. You just wanted to say Uranus. You've been you've been sitting on that one for a minute. That's a good one. That's a good one. I've been sitting on that one for about four days. You've been uh, sitting on Uranus for yeah. four days? <laughs> I've been sitting on it for a lot longer yeah. than that. Mm-hmm. Well, at least my Uranus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. And 2006, the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter arrives at Mars. Nice. Now, the number one song in the land is still the Ballad of the Green Berets. Still? Mm, Come on. It's not impressive. Come on, 1966 America. Get over Mm -hmm. yourselves. Let's get a little more hip with it. Let's get a little more hip. I tell you, you know what? Somebody probably enjoys the Ballad of the Green Berets. Was born on March 10th, 1940, and that is Chuck Norris. Oh, I think I think oh, he would like it. The people that live in my town that have all sorts yeah. of weird stickers on the back of their truck. <laughs> I guarantee probably like the lyrics posted on the back. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you guys have the gals Chuck Norris facts? Do you guys have a, a favorite? I always I always enjoy the uh, Chuck Norris lives in a roundhouse. Lives in a roundhouse. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Uh, uh, on on Arrakis, uh, Chuck <laughs> Norris is the maker, <laughs> not the worms. Like what's that. that one guy's name that he's pretty much named sounds just like chuck norris is like alabama oh, Bass, oh whatever his name duncan is. idaho <laughs> duncan idaho <laughs> sounds like him and chuck norris would probably get along probably mm. duncan idaho is awesome yeah mm-hmm. my favorite uh, chuck norris memory is him singing the texas ranger theme song mm-hmm. 1940... for the baseball team no the walker texas ranger oh. he sang the, the theme song for the show did he really this show had a theme uh, the song Yep. Yeah, and he sang it. He sang it. I don't. He did. He right. did. Can't guarantee it. If only we had a portion of the show where we might listen to something like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nineteen forty-six. Jimmy V. Jim Valvano, uh, former oh, coach of uh, NC State. Up. Yep. And the big "Never Give Up" speech. Nineteen fifty-eight. Sharon Stone. Nineteen sixty-three. Mm-hmm. Rick Rubin. Oh yeah, mm, the producer, right? Yeah. Famous producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Derek, this one you'll enjoy. 1969, uh Paget Brewster. Paget Brewster. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh actor, but uh mostly for me known as the voice of oh I can't remember her name in the show. I can't remember. <laughs> Frank and <laughs> Frank and Stacy Doyle? Yes. But yeah. what is the name of that show? Beyond Belief. What's Beyond Belief, but it's part of uh, uh, a thrilling adventure hour. Yes. Uh, 1971, John Hamm. 
John Hamm. Ah, nice. there you go. Yeah. 1972 Timberland. Oh, from Timberland and Magoo? Yes. Yes. Uh, 1977, Robin Thicke. Oh. Thick, thick, from Thicke and Magoo. Yeah, yeah Thicke and Magoo. Yeah. Uh, 1979, Danny Pudi from uh, Community and a bunch of other stuff. Okay. 83, Carrie Underwood from Sunday Night Football oh, song. God, I hate that song so much. <laughs> I hate that song so much. Uh, 1984, Olivia Wilde. Oh, okay. Sure. Yep. And then uh, let's dial it back a little bit. 1960, uh, Professor Remus John Lupin, Professor of Defense Against the Dark Arts. <laughs> against the, uh, fam- famous uh, werewolf as well. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Oh, spoilers for the, the <laughs> yeah. See, I yep. haven't read the books. The third movie of Harry Potter. Yeah, who would have suspected? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Now you can celebrate these birthdays. You can celebrate maybe friends or family birthday on that day. Mm-hmm. You could celebrate just this episode being fifty-eight amazing years old. And yes. You can do that by mm-hmm. celebrating uh, Mario Day, March tenth. Oh, 10th. oh that it's March tenth. Nice. It's a me, Mario. Yep, yep, yep. I love Mario. He's what a great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also uh, celebrate National Ranch Day. I love ranch. Oh, as in man. the dressing, or yes. as in the style of home, or as in the like. I got a bunch of cattle on my ranch. I'll be honest with you. I assume they meant dressing, and I don't. Oh, remember. I didn't think of the other mm. two. Yeah, I was kind of yeah. more of a dressing fan. Mm. Than a... I probably knew at one point in time. Uh, finally, international. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, it's also the International Day of Awesomeness. Okay. Yeah. So it makes sense that we're we're talking about it. Yeah. And uh, finally, and I'm just gonna throw this out there, although I know everyone will be disappointed. Um, it's also the uh, March New Moon. It's uh, like the Harvest Moon or something like that. It comes out in March of <laughs> March 10th. <laughs> New but, Moon drops yeah, on March 10th. Oh man! But you'll be disappointed when you can't see it. So don't worry about it. Well, you yeah, can't see. It. Here's the thing about New Moons. You can't see them anyway. Because mm-hmm. that's when they're fully dark. Yeah. The dark side of the moon, the most mysterious side. Mm-hmm. You never know what the moon's up to on the new moon. You can't never know. But if you sync it up with uh, Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> then you can watch The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Projected yeah. onto the new moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be amazing. That would be amazing, that. actually. <laughs> that's that's a GoFundMe we need to get. A giant <laughs> projector yep. to blast mm-hmm. the Wizard of Oz onto the new moon as visible from the northern hemisphere mm-hmm. on March 10th and sync it with a sound uh, the wall. Pink Floyd's the wall, which isn't supposed to sync to it at all. So how will we yeah, that'd be amazing? Let's we'll get NASA it. to help. Um yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be down. Yeah, <laughs> they said we'll send NASA to hell, is what you said. <laughs> so, yeah, we're getting rid of them. We're starting uh, up our own. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just as the filmmakers intended. Uh, I mean, we just got we just got to switch the Scumex to like have some jets to propel out of orbit as opposed to blow yeah. sea. It's pretty simple. Yeah, we'll be yeah. sure that. that no, no big deal. Mm-hmm. All right, now finally, uh, if your birthday numbers are three, ten, nineteen, sixty-six. Reveal a life path number of eight, representing experience, authority, and endeavor, your gift to with natural leadership, and the capacity to accumulate great wealth. Nice. Mm. Good wow. for you, eight. Yep. Now, for the second week in a row, we've had a repeat guest on the show. I know. And Harvey Corman was born February 15th, 1927. He has a life path number of 11. 
That's a mm. that's one of the primes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's one of the yeah, it's like the um I think it's like the Professor X number. Uh psychic. Yeah. Um beautiful souls, easily attracted other of them, uh attuned to partners' emotions. Maybe that's twenty two was Professor X one. There's a German accent. Yeah. Uh having a life <laughs> path number of eleven. People must lean into their life purpose by harnessing their psychic abilities. Oh, I was right. Oh, yeah. By doing so, they will reach their incredible spiritual enlightenment. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, 11 was a psychic. 22 mm. was the master builder, dreams into reality, dream mm-hmm. demons, company kills. And then 33 was something. It was like the supreme the, overlord. Yeah, something like that. King of men. Yeah. King of men. Yeah. Terry's. <laughs> I need to close the book. I'm just gonna chuck it at the, the mantle <laughs> hey. and then hightail it over, jump into my seat, and await orders. See, here's the thing about that book. I snuck down here one day with a hatchet in my hand and I chopped that shit up into a million pieces. <laughs> oh, what? I put it into a bag, chained that uh-huh. bag up, buried in the backyard, covered in gasoline. Well, I threw it in a hole in the backyard, covered in gasoline, <laughs> lit it, waited for it to burn to ash, filled up the hole with dirt. And then when I came back inside, that book was back on the shelf mm-hmm. with an wow. extra with an extra sphincter. Oh God! So every time we try, it gains a new sphincter. That every every time we try to destroy that book, it gets a new sphincter. <laughs> There's a lot of sphincters on there. I'm wondering <laughs> I how many times you go out at night and try to destroy mm. the book. Now, that, well, see, between season one, and season two, I spent a lot of time trying to kill that book. <laughs> it's kind of your hobby, yeah. At that <laughs> yeah. point. That's where all the sphincters originally came from. <laughs> I didn't notice the sphincters at first. And I just like, well, I don't get it because they're on the back of the book, right? It's weird. Know. And they're like Navi sphincters. So it's as mm-hmm. well. So, oh, I mean. they're blue buttholes all over the place. <laughs> oh. mm. All right. Well, what we should do then, wow. Keith, you and I, we need to recline. Uh, or you, I'm already reclined. Oh. God damn it. Keith, recline. I'm reclined. Oh, I'll say recline the magic well. words, man. The magic words. Now that we've got the images of Navi buttholes in her head, mm-hmm. let's descend mm-hmm. deep. Down I had to spell it, but you said it again. So. <laughs> we're we're traveling down to the Navi butthole skuma X dome. <laughs> no, it's not brought to you by the Navi butthole. No, <laughs> sorry, I don't think the uh... Uh, the dome that Navi buttholes built. Uh, Name right still TBD. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we're, we're, we're not we're not, we're not locked line. in. We're not locked in on Navi buttholes, so it's still available. <laughs> Please don't think it's not. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing offers. That's just the uh, temporary. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of show you the power of the, the phrases, you know, and just insert uh, your name there. Every week while we're recording this, I'm always thinking, what would a first time listener think? <laughs> and if you're getting in on this and you're like, Navi buttholes, I don't get it. It's all right. Just go back and listen to all season one where there were Navis <laughs> running all over this place. A lot of Navi references, not as many butthole <laughs> references, but we're bringing that in season not two, I guess. It, it's an exponential incline of butthole references. <laughs> so from zero, but somehow one snuck in there. Yeah. Slowly starting it, to get higher. It just, higher. Yeah. It, it, and there's no, it's, it's random too. It's not like it's a perfect, <laughs> like it's three and then it jumps to six. And then it feels like they're all dropping this episode for some reason. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. This this episode's heavy with them. We got other ones. It's very light, light sphincter talk. Yeah, yep, something like that. Anyway, we've reached the bottom here. We're at the X Dome, and now we're going to exponentially increase our speed until we crash into the boat, mm. in which Captain Terry will take us an additional two point seven five miles out into in, into international waters. 
And from there, we will dive deep to the gates of hell for another edition of Skuma X. Yes, this episode was directed by (laughs) by Joseph Pevney. I don't know why that was so funny. Yes. Yes. I'm trying out something new this week with my (laughs) new intro. Yes. Very nice. It was directed by Joseph Pevney. We've talked about him several times. He directed a total of 11 episodes of the Munsters, and this is the last episode. Whoa! I know. We didn't even bake a cake. Well, we did. Well, it went bad. A metaphorical Mm -hmm. cake. Um, Yeah. The proverbial cake. We baked it and ate it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We we saw him a lot in season one. He really wasn't in season two hardly at all. Uh, Mm Yeah. But I figured we should look over all his episodes, you know, see what we think. Um, So season one, episode 15, Herman's Rival, where Mm -hmm. Lily gets a job. Herman's bankrupt or something. Uh, Season one, episode 19. uh, Is that Brother of the Wolf? Yes. 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 Cousin Lester. Mm -hmm. Cousin Mm -hmm. Lester. That's what it is. Yeah, that's exactly right. My Uh, brother, the wolf. That'd be a much better title. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but season one, episode 19, Eddie's nickname. Eddie gets called Shorty, so they give him a potion. He gets ac- accidental facial hair. Uh, okay. Season one, episode 22, Dance With Me, Herman. Herman takes dancing lessons, and then he gets scammed or something. Uh, season one, episode 23, Follow That Monster. Herman mm-hmm. becomes a detective, and there's also that racist part of the episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Episode mm-hmm. <laughs> Season one, episode 25, Come Back, Little Googie. Oh, oh, no. we started we were starting out strong mm-hmm. oh, Eddie's pimp. friend who goes around pranking people grandpa thinks he turns him into a monkey with a prank gone wrong mm-hmm. weird stuff happens yes season one episode 26 far out monsters the uh, legendary episode with the standills standells oh, no standills. yeah standells yeah no, they guest stars themselves and they play a concert at the monsters place mm-hmm uh, there's monsters on the move where Herman gets a promotion, oh, but no. unfortunately, the family will have to move to Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, that one I'd forgotten mm. about till now. Uh, season one, episode 30, Country Club Munster, where the monsters win a membership to a country club. Oh, okay. Well, we had Tippis on for that one. Yep. So that's our automatically a classic. Yeah. Um, we know, and we know he didn't like that one because it wasn't Ezra Stone. So, Mm-mm. no, sure, sure. He only, yeah, he's only in it. Ezra Stone or die is what he always says before he gets on. So, <laughs> uh, season one, episode 31, Love Comes to Mockingbird Heights. Uh, the monsters get shipped a bunch of doubloons, and Marilyn falls in love with a banker. And Uncle Gilbert shows up and ruins episode. Yeah. Season two, episode 23, Sayonaro, Serrano, the monsters. <laughs> I like Sayonaro. Sayonaro, Sayonaro <laughs> monsters. We're out of here. Yeah, Herman, uh, he's a poet in that episode. We just did that one. Yes. Um, and we, he did this one, of course. So, oh. <laughs> so, so long, like a... Pevney. We hardly knew thee. Yeah, it's kind of a mix of bad. I think little Pevney. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's one in there I really enjoyed a ton. Yeah, Eddie's nickname is probably my favorite of all of those. Only because he has a beard. I don't even know if like the, <laughs> yeah, the like episode that, itself is any good. Just the image of Eddie with a beard is... Yeah, like, I mean, there's a lot of good parts in these episodes. Like, you know, uh, Herman's dancing lessons was fun when he had, like, pure joy on his face learning to dance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah there's he's, he's got good parts in most of the, especially, like, the earlier ones. Those are, 
there's more good than bad in in some of those earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's got some stinkers too. Googie and yeah, we'll never be forgiven. <laughs> that Googie right. episode's bad. Yeah, like Monsters on the Move. I didn't even remember that. I had to like. No, look it I up. hated that one too. Shuffle off to Buffalo. Yeah, they love Buffalo for some reason. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe he probably doesn't get in the Hall of Fame. Maybe we'll throw him in the. I don't know. We'll just honorable mention. <laughs> I mean, yeah. who else are we going to put in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I mean, put like an animatronic Pevney out in front. It's like, oh, oh he... I am. What's his first name? <laughs> I am Joseph Pevney. <laughs> Hello, I am Joseph Pevney. It's like the Hall of Presidents, but we have like the Hall of yeah. like, Writers <laughs> Welcome and Directors. Welcome to yeah. the Monster Hunters Hall of Fame. And you can't see me, but I'm moving my arms very robotically and, mm-hmm. in different directions. and and that's what he does. And then it's motion activated. And when he's not on, he's just like slumped over into a heap. Yeah, of dead eyed, looking at yep. the ground. Yeah. Somebody gets close enough, he stands up, right? Hello. Starts up with a wake. I am Joseph Pevney. Welcome to the Monster Hunters Hall of Fame. And then you know goes, me from. <laughs> yeah, yes. he lists off every single episode. Yeah. And describes oh, shut it. up, Pevney. And, <laughs> and follows you around until he's yeah. done. C3PO style, just waddling. <laughs> Yeah, what oh. better way to honor his memory than to uh, create an animatronic? <laughs> He's not in the Hall of Fame, but he oh. welcomes you to the Hall of Fame. That's the only place you're safe from him, is if you go inside that <laughs> Hall of Fame doors, he cannot enter. Unless you invite him in. And oh, then, God, oh, yeah, God. Then you'll never get him to leave. <laughs> no. That's all he wants. Yeah, so anyways, we'll just go on to the writer with a much more positive uh, note, because hmm. it was written by Douglas Tibbles. Hey, it's Tibbs. Oh yeah! And now this is this is the uh, the singer, the band Tibbles, right? Yes, we have he plays Tibbles. the drums. Exactly, plays the yeah. drums for the band Stone Coyotes. No, uh, Arctic Monkeys, the Frigid uh, Jackals. I don't remember what they're called. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, Stone Coyotes. Uh, of course, as is tradition, everybody should play oh, anyway. uh, Search of the I, Falling Rain. I don't know what you're talking about, Terry. You keep putting words together; they make no sense to me. <laughs> mm. Well, I get that a lot. <laughs> uh of course i played it as i did all my research for this episode um it's a classic song everybody should listen to it Hmm. but besides mentioning that i think we can just pass because we still have a couple left for him too yeah (laughs) yeah so we got a a stone and tibbles uh road show down the stretch here it sounds like oh yeah probably i like the sound of that (laughs) kind of (laughs) maybe half of it (laughs) <laughs> maybe, maybe a quarter maybe even. Ha- yeah. yeah there you go <laughs> but we do have some guest stars for this hey episode. we do we got Many of Har- them, actually yes we do uh harvey norman as professor fagin spahin 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 something like that um george petrie as professor hansen and dick uh-huh. poston as the young doctor yeah corbin petrie him- and pasta all right poston like it, I said. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we've actually seen Harvey before mm-hmm. uh, a couple times. He was in season one, episode thirteen, Family Portrait, yes. and then season one, episode thirty-eight. Yes, Galen, there is a Herman. Um, I, I immediately in, knew that. What was the other? What he was in two previous episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just remember yes. him as the the Galen, where he's the the psychiatrist. That um, mm-hmm. yes. I remember yes. that. I think he was maybe was one of the photographers in Family Portrait. 
Oh, maybe. He's yeah. one of those characters, yeah. All I know is he was in it, that's for sure. I mean, I couldn't tell you the names of these characters. Um, no. But I knew that we had covered him because I recognized a lot of things on his IMDb page. Mm-hmm. Of course, Lord Love a Duck was on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Herbie Goes Bananas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that really sparked my memory was Baby Huey's Great Easter Adventure. Mm-hmm. which was with the live action duck mascot looking thing that talks mm-hmm. and the shenanigans. Um, he was also in something called Alice in Wonderland or what's a nice kid like you doing in a place like this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's like a retelling of Alice in Wonderland, but like in a different lens, like Alice is doing homework and she gets sucked into television land. And that's mm. where she meets all these Alice in Wonderland characters. And, um, the Flintstones as well are there. <laughs> the Flintstones, the Barney and Fred take the role of the caterpillar from <laughs> from the Alice in Wonderland. Uh, and they're like in a weird costume, like their costumes like connected by the tail. So it's like one long worm with their heads on each side of it. Um, I mean, uh, it's kind of strange. Yeah. Like reverse human centipede, maybe. Um, they're like dancing around, like swinging their like middle tail around. It's weird. Uh, there's also um, Sammy Davis Jr. is in it. Uh, he plays the Cheshire Cats. And he sings the title song, What's a Nice Kid Like You Doing in a Place Like This? Um, there's actually mm. like a lot of songs in this. So, yeah, it's like a musical. Uh, I'm pretty sure every character Alice meets sings. It's all online for whoever's curious. You can watch all 40 some minutes of this. But I didn't. I just skimmed through it. Mm, that's where you failed this, Terry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. From now on, I'll watch every single thing I mentioned on Skuma uh, Thank you. beforehand. Yeah. Well, just... that was what was assumed was happening. Oh, yeah. Oof. Ooh, yeah. awkward. <laughs> I mean, uh, this, yeah. this is the one time I've slipped up, guys. Yeah, the one Derek, time. Derek, Derek and I both assume that you watch stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> just so I can give you a very brief, you know, sentence <laughs> yeah. description. Yeah. Very high level, like you just skimmed a, yes. a trailer a, a synopsis of things. That's, yes. that's what I expect you to watch all of it for. I want to make it approachable. For, I don't want to go too deep and yet, you know, exclude listeners and whatnot. I understand. So, so we've got George Petrie. He's got 146 adding, acting credits on IMDb from 1944 to 1996. He never really had a lot of recurring roles besides being in 54 episodes of a show called Dallas, um, which is. <laughs> oh, the pure, you know what the, pure, is, the, the pure innocence of Terry is great. Uh, it's some a soap sh- opera, right? Oh, some show called Dallas. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I believe it's a soap um, opera. Have you guys yeah, seen this? So- was it nighttime? <laughs> JR, yeah. who shot JR? Yes. Yeah. The it's one that they, four. Who yeah. gets yeah. the one they came him. back with? The like the second follow up of like to find out who actually shot him was like at one time like one of the like most watched things in television history. Yeah. Really? Wow. Then it turned out it was all a dream. Then that yeah, and everyone kind of gave up after that. Well, that was the end. Patrick Duffy was in the shower washing his hair. Or what? Like that. It yeah. was all a dream, right? Really? The whole yeah. show? Yeah, there's like a point. So Patrick Duffy, uh, the actor, I don't I can't tell you what else he's on. He was on like a sitcom in the late nineties, wasn't he, Keith? Yeah, um with a uh, uh Sandy uh No, Suzanne Summers. I don't remember. Yeah, the oh, from man. Three's Company, right? What's the, it, 
isn't like there's one where like he's but he's only there for like a season and then he leaves or something and then doesn't like the mom have to like take care of everything afterwards or am i thinking somebody different oh i think that was the one with sandy duncan but yeah that's so, what i'm thinking he was on the one with sandy duncan oh i don't know it doesn't matter but patrick duffy was like the 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 heartthrob star of dallas mm-hmm. and then he's like i'm gonna do movies and then he sucks nice. oh. and then he's like i need to get back to dallas so <laughs> They're like, well, how do we do this? Well, let's just bring them back and pretend it was all a dream. That's smart. Yeah. Oh, boy. People were mad at that. I don't blame them. Yeah, that sounds no. awful. Well, yeah, I was going to explain the show, but it sounds like you guys already know it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, this was a kind of a big deal. Who knew? <laughs> There's um, some, some show called Dallas. That's so funny. <laughs> it was like the biggest show at one time. Yeah. And it's uh so Patrick Duffy played Bobby Ewing. Mm-hmm. J.R. Ewing was J.R. Ewing was Larry Hagman, and, and he's the one who gets killed, or they think it's killed, or whatever. And then we find out it's all a dream. And then because he boom. wanted to leave too, didn't he? So they probably they after had him 350 killed. some odd episodes. Yeah, they were ready to roll. Yeah. And then the Simpsons, they they spoofed it pretty good. Yeah, with who shot Mr. Burns. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was this, and then there was Dynasty and Falcon Crest. Yeah, there are so many evenings. Knots Landing. But I think Dallas is like the predecessor to Yellowstone and all that kind of bullshit like that. that mm, the old Texas charm. Yeah, drama. it is. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, here's some drama. What's the one with Stallone? Uh, he's got one, too, doesn't he? Is Over the show? No. Yeah. Uh, Tulsa King. Tulsa King. Tulsa King. Yeah. I watched Same principle. maybe six out of the eight episodes from season one. It was okay. Yeah, same principle as Dallas. All these things exist because of Dallas. Hmm. All right. Fair enough. Um, well, George <laughs> George Petrie, uh, he was also in Plain Strange and Automobiles, which is the thing that I recognized him from. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and some show called S- Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is this thing? Apparently, it's like some sort yeah. of yeah show about nothing. What? Yeah. There's, is that possible? God, there's like a couple hundred episodes. Never heard of it. Whatever. Yeah, big big whoop. Um, <laughs> oh, ju- just to just to drop back to um, to Dallas uh, on November twenty first, nineteen eighty. Who done it? Was watched by eighty three million people in the U S. and over three hundred million worldwide. Wow, dang. Yeah, and it was the highest rating for a single episode of television series in American history until. Uh, goodbye, farewell, and amen in 1983, which was the MASH finale. The MASH finale, yeah. Can you imagine that many people doing anything now? It, and, no. and this is like pre-recording devices, right? So they all had to watch it while it aired live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh like take God. out time of their day, schedule it out. Yeah. 83 million people tuned in for that. That's quite a bit. Yeah. 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 I don't think 83 million would ever tune in for the Munsters. No, heavens no. Yeah, even if they did a cliffhanger, who killed Grandpa? Nobody's dragged. Even if there's only one channel in existence, welcome to the only channel. Here's tonight's episode of the Munsters, and it could be like all the Munsters die in a fiery wreck. People would not. (laughs) Okay, I would tune in for that. Not eighty-three million people. (laughs) Yeah, you might get like two, two, two. Two to four. But, that, but that's just in the US. It's 300 million worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. And this show was going everywhere. At that time in 1981, how many people were on Earth? 
Uh, Batman I, 300 million. I don't have the sphincter book with me, so I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, no, we left the sphincter book up <laughs> on land. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, uh, yeah. That thing's not allowed to get close to, close to the uh, gates of hell. No. I think uh, the last time we use it, we should chuck it into the gates of hell or climb the top of a, the volcano here on our island and toss it in that. No, oh, that's not as fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. I mean, we're always so, steer away from that volcano. But, oh, never mind, Terry. I mean, th- I got, I have, I have a ring to throw in the volcano too. But we'll, just, yes, we can do both. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I mean, I throw things in there all the time. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terry, take out the trash. All right. All right. Hike five miles out onto the <laughs> island to get the volcano. <laughs> it's I told, Terry, I told Terry to start recycling, and I, he just keeps throwing everything in the <laughs> volcano. It's, it's good he, for the environment. Screams from whence you came, and he throws it in there. It's like, <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, the book screams every time you throw. It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the book screams. So the, the, the the sphincters scream. It's very weird. The sounds that makes keep me up at night. I've heard. Yeah, when Derek was really going at it with that thing. I, it's, whoa, whoa! I don't want to know what's happening. <laughs> so, no one was supposed to find out about that. But yeah, that's why I yeah, chopped it well, up. I walked in that one day. <laughs> no, you didn't think it was there. I just, you know, I walked out. It never reciprocated my love, so I chopped up into a million pieces, <laughs> burnt it, and as you do. It. Mm. Yep, totally normal. Go on. Well, uh, George Petrie, <laughs> uh, he was also in a movie uh, from 1983 called Wavelength, which has a. An- <laughs> awesome trailer <laughs> you said that like we should know what that is yeah oh yeah you guys don't know wavelength yeah, I mean, just, when... yeah it's just like dallas i'm sure yeah, yeah it's about as popular i would assume uh apparently uh, according to the trailer strange beings are found in the mojave desert oh. uh they're taken to a secret facility deep underground between some city somewhere uh they are kept in suspended animation and there's horrible experiments done on them no one is supposed to know that these things exist, but one woman starts to hear voices crying for help in her head. Mm. It turns out the strange beings are psychically communicating with her. Oh, man. Yeah. So she goes, to, of course, to rescue them and chaos ensues. The trailer ends with this tagline. They came looking for humanity and found the greatest danger in all the galaxies. Man. Why <laughs> humanity found man instead oh, God. isn't that like the same thing mm. well no humanity is like existence and like our civilization kindness or whatever right man is mm, okay. the evil beast that that dwells on this planet yeah the, the greatest evil the, the, the greatest monster mm-hmm. i bet you they say wavelength like 10 times in the movie Oh, they've got to drop that a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to remind you what you're watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it leaves you with one final thought. Was it our experiment or theirs? Oh, mm-hmm. dun, dun, dun. maybe the aliens did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's they usually do. Yeah. I get captured just like mm-hmm. those aliens in Mexico that got um, oh, God. revealed. That thing is awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope that's a. A wavelength alien that just has this grand scheme. <laughs> I hope that's a wavelength alien. Mm-hmm. Me too. So our final guest, uh, Dick Poston, or Dick Pasta, you might say, uh, has Dick 17. Dick Pasta? Ex- <laughs> uh, that's a weird shape for a pasta. Yeah, they like to serve those at Petra parties. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yep, very popular. I'll have um, the Dick Fusilli, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, he's got 17 acting credits from 1955 to 
didn't have a whole lot surprisingly compared to a lot of guest stars on the show. So he did have a couple writing credits though. So that's exciting. So of course we're going to look at both of the movies that he wrote. One was called the Jesus trip. The Jesus what? The Jesus trip. Okay. The other one's called blood of ghastly horror. Hmm. Yeah. One's a sequel. When's the sequel? I said one's a sequel. Oh, the Jesus, Jesus trip, trip and the blood of ghastly horror. Part one, the Jesus trip. Part two, things go very wrong with the blood of ghastly horror. You know? mm-hmm. uh, so Jesus trip is about bikers. Uh, I guess they're transporting heroin across the country. They get into mm-hmm. trouble with the law. They find a nun at some point. They mm-hmm. kidnap her or I, maybe she joins willingly. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, and the nun falls in love with the one of the bikers, and so she has to kind of like decide what kind of life she's gonna lead if she's gonna oh leave the God. coven. It sounds more like a Hallmark movie, yeah, yeah. It's very dramatic. Um, police are hotter than their tail, of course, and there's also a syndicate of some sort involved. It usually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie trailer says that their only crime was wanting to be free. But I thought the crime they were doing was heroin transportation. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, it also ends with the great line. So far out, it's really something else. So, okay, I mean, something else. Yeah, if that doesn't sell you, I'm not sure what will. I did have a pretty cool shot in the trailer, though. Uh, You know, like those wooden crosses with Jesus on them, like hanging. Mm -hmm. Um, So it has a shot of that. and There's like a sunset or something in the background. It's a very like. You mean cool a crucifix? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what he Yeah, means. one of those wooden oh, cross yeah. with the Jesus on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then as the shot lingers, Jesus's arm moves and he's got a gun and he blasts somebody from <laughs> off screen. <laughs> it wasn't I Jesus. It was a man it. pretending to be Jesus on a cross. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool because he's like kind of obscured in shadows and all of a sudden his hand starts moving. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Or, oh, my Jesus. I don't know. Uh, the other movie is Blood of Ghastly Horror. Uh, mm-hmm. It's about a mad scientist who brings dead people back to life with technology, and he makes them into killers. There you go. Yeah. Bringing so back maybe. Jesus as an assassin. <laughs> He's back again for a third time. <laughs> yes. Uh, this, this time it's personal sort of thing. This time it's personal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no more Mr. Nice Guy. That's what I'm talking about. But, I mean, there's not just... Uh, Dead people being brought back to life. And no more Mr. Nice Messiah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you don't want to get on this bad Messiah. <laughs> something like that. I like that one too. Yeah. <laughs> something uh, of course, the trailer also says beautiful women will get turned into 1000 year old mummies. Um, <laughs> so, so that happens. Seems like a waste. Seems like a waste. <laughs> yep. This what a sign. waste of a mummy. <laughs> yeah, I'd be using not anybody I found if I had that kind of technology. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't look like a great film, but I'm gonna give it a lot of credit for the narrator on the trailer. He's going all out. He sounds awesome. He's selling the movie. He's got this really dramatic voice going on. Good for him. He's really trying. And and okay, so hold on. This one was the ghastly blood of ghoulish Christ. What the <laughs> the blood of ghastly horror? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh. I won't give it credit, though, because it shows a very unexciting fight scene where a man <laughs> leaps onto the back of another man. If they're out in the desert somewhere, they start rolling around and uh, one of the guys karate chops the other man into submission. Um, mm. 
yeah, so uh, that was kind of unexciting. No Jesus with guns in that uh, trailer. Yeah. So. They can't all be Jesus with the guns. If only. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't watch a movie if it doesn't have Jesus with the guns in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a whole subsection of my tastes. <laughs> yes. Jesus with guns <laughs> wing of my house. Yeah, with all your Jesus with guns memorabilia. Mm-hmm. I think maybe we should start like a little online shop, start selling stuff like that. <laughs> I, little, oh, Etsy shop selling Jesus with guns. Yeah, yeah, I think people would buy that. I think you're right. Oh, there a lot of people buy that. But uh, what people won't buy is us being late to get to the surface after our trip down to hell. So. Um, I'm going to head up at a post sweet haste. Is that the right post, term? Post post sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Terry, did you say post sweet haste? <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Oh, so I was so inspired by all the Jesus talk that I had myself crucified, and then I have risen again oh. on oh. the surface. Um, <laughs> You've risen. That means the fastest oh. way to rise. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm up here already. I've removed <laughs> took Jesus this. what a day or something. Three days. <laughs> it, took it took him you. three days. It took me 45 seconds. I have rolled the stone <laughs> that we used to block the back entrance of the Skumax Dome out of the way, and I have found my way back into the Skumax Dome. <laughs> <sighs> this is not me calling myself Jesus. Just me breaking no. the laws of this mortal coil. And uh, it happens. Yeah, just doing what I can. To get out of the skooma, out of the skooma as fast back as possible. up into the skooma X dome, because mm. there's things that that need to be done, like enjoying some prime rib. And this week, what I've done is I have cooked that little motherfucker down into wafer form. Um, <laughs> and so okay. uh, each of you gets a wafer. But before I could, I had to dehydrate it to truly dehydrate it to get all the juice out. Um, so please have a wafer of prime mm. rib, a swig of prime rib juice. Oh, you took the juice out mm. and you poured it in like a glass. Yeah, mm. it's it's in like a, a goblet chalice sort oh, of thing. Fancy, yeah. fancy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, that, I mean it tastes delicious. I dip my if I dip my little like wafer into it, will it like start to grow in size? Some people do that. No, no, no. Derek just wants you to open your mouth, you will set the wafer on your tongue. <laughs> yeah, I will put the wafer in your mouth. I will <laughs> okay. pour the juice into your mouth. Um, that's nice. Uh, this, yeah, that that's what that's what I'm doing today, and that's nice. what I've done. <laughs> so, le- okay. boy, if you're a first time listener and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like this will offend you, you probably made it this far. So, <laughs> sorry. Oh yeah, that's you t- yeah. If somebody was a first time listener offended, so they did not make it this far. <laughs> <laughs> they turned it off a long time ago. Yeah. Nuts yep. to you. Yeah, there's way, way too much sphincter references. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. There's too many sphincters, too many uh, sacrilegious uh, Bible references. I-, I meant to say toot sweet earlier. Toot sweet. What do we say? Sweet toots? I said po- post sweet. <laughs> post, post hate toot sweet. Post haste too sweet. I got confused, but they they mean the same thing, I think. Yeah. Right? It, yeah it's it, Put them all together. It means you did it quickly. Mm-hmm. But I did it faster, as always. Yep. Faster um, than Jesus. Faster than that's that's on my business card. Yeah. Derek, faster <laughs> than Jesus class back. 
Yeah, that's up to whoever reads it. Let's up to interpretation what exactly that means. Yeah, because I won't in a tell foot you. Race? I won't clarify. Uh, no, what does this no. mean? Well, I'd definitely beat Jesus in a foot race now. now? I've been able to do it since yeah. birth. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I was going to say because he was, you know, dead and buried for three days. He's probably just, you know, he's his muscles working a little atrophy yeah, out of there. You probably atrophy. blow right, back, right, right by him. Well, I'm talking about now. Like, oh, you mean like, Post recovery, Jesus. I'm, I'm talking about post thousands of years, Jesus. <laughs> Unless he comes back, just to be <laughs> like he's gonna come back for this. I think yeah. he's sitting up there. He he's he's one of our few subscribers to the Monster Hunters and waits patiently, <laughs> patiently for me to finish editing yep. and release it instantly yeah. after I'm done editing. It's like, what did Derek it. just say about me? And he's like, what the. Fuck. <laughs> he starts lifting some weights, running on the treadmill. He's like, he gives us a one star review on, on Apple Podcasts. And he's like, I'll Jeez. see you motherfuckers later. It's like, oh, <laughs> Christ 69420. I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if he puts that, he's, he's that's his like undercover name. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody would ever expect him. No, no one would ever expect Jesus to have Christ. 69 420 and then next thing i know he's at my door i heard you think you can beat me in a foot race (laughs) (laughs) whoever you are let's do it (laughs) you don't even recognize (laughs) (laughs) wow that'd be the ultimate insult he shows up and you're what a diss (laughs) yeah remind (laughs) me who you are again (laughs) jesus jesus christ uh never heard of you Never heard of ya. <laughs> Just slam the door in his face. Like, I meet a lot of people and then close the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know lots of Jesuses. Well, I feel cleansed. <laughs> and I That's feel good. whole again. Hmm. So what we holy. should do. Holy. 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 Holy prime rib. <laughs> the most delicious wafer of meat you've ever eaten. Wow. Is this primer been blessed? Yeah. Full of your juices. Fill me with your juices. <laughs> Prime rib is the highest. There we go. Now, just in case there was somebody lingering, they're mm. they have yep. they're, Sorry. they're gone now. We yep, we took a little time. We, we let's set back up again, a little reset, and then boom, <laughs> you're gone. Yeah. Well, let's do it. We are down to let's see, 8 episodes including this one. Wow. So once we finish this one, we're yeah. I, <laughs> I like how I had to count out loud into the microphone. Yeah. But the numbers you were saying were concerning me because it sounded like yeah, 20, <laughs> it, it 30 kept episodes. going and never stopped. <laughs> no. But we're here for season two, episode 25, Prehistoric Monster. As Keith said, it this son bitch definitely came out on March 10th, not March 3rd of 1966. Mm-hmm. And when I was sitting crisscross applesauce on a distant planet, many galaxies and a far long time ago and far, far away. Oh. I transported myself to now, uh, well, into the relative recent history, uh, and okay. I sat crisscross applesauce uh, again. Transport again. I tra- on the kitchen table. I transported myself back to that fateful 1966 day in which this was recorded. 
And I read this lengthy synopsis on the front of the script. It says Uncle Herman comes to the rescue when niece Marilyn has trouble finding a suitable sculptor subject for her art class. After suggesting the classic oh. male figure, Herman <laughs> offers himself as a model and is pleased when Marilyn agrees to the oh choice. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. It's lengthy. Usually yep. it's pretty brief. Didn't really need that second part. The first sure part didn't. was pretty much uh, exactly what that episode was about. Hmm. Well, kind of, I guess. This one gets a middling 7.5 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little controversial, yeah. right in the middle of the road could go, you yeah. know, we got some sides of the Munster fans saying this is one of the greats, some sides saying, <laughs> no, could no, be no. Good, could be bad, who knows? Well, it's definitely going to lose some points from me off the bat because of a continuity issue. Oh. Because didn't we have like two episodes in a row earlier in the season with Marilyn and Lily like sculpting Herman's head? Lily definitely sculpting Herman's yep. head. Yes. Lily definitely. Yeah. It, so I'm, and I think there was like two episodes in a row like that. And I, I imagine she was probably helping Marilyn with it or something as she, they were sculpting. But that seems, that's why I was like, were those other episodes supposed to happen after? Or like, are those other episodes are in the middle? Of what's going on here? Like, she decides that she's going to, that they're going to sculpt Herman. So then, like, between her deciding that, like, those other two episodes that we watched where they hadn't finished it yet exist, and then it picks back up again with this one. There could be. There could be like a, I think there is kind of a time jump in this episode, so it's possible we could fit a few mm-hmm. episodes in between. Yeah, yeah. Someone needs gonna... to do like a cut of this and like intercut all the, the integral scenes to make one long episode that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yes, perfect. The, sense. The, the hunter cut. The hunter cut. Oh yes, yeah, exactly. Which for me would be six seconds long. It <laughs> <laughs> would cut from that. Yep. To the end, and then there'd be the <laughs> beginning get... of the banger, and then like four seconds of banger, two seconds of closing credits, done. Um, and, and and the very well, the very end is also you get like just the brief part of them laughing at whatever you only hear what dumb <laughs> thing they said, just a very brief part, and then it goes right to credits. Yeah. Yes, credits. Um, I'm excited to do this episode right now, and I'm gonna tell All you right. why. I'm gonna tell you why. Mm, okay. For reasons unbeknownst to the rest of us in the world, uh, uh-huh. I watched this episode several days ago, and I wrote <laughs> down all the notes. Wonder why? Hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. Don't that's know. for sure. I'm sure all of us watched it when we before we record our normal time, but yeah. things happen, right? Yeah. So at least two I of us did. I don't remember anything. Never say and who though. I just learned. For the second time, but felt like the first time, like a virgin here, uh, <laughs> that there's an art class involved. So <laughs> this is going to be all wow. new to me. And who knows? Maybe I'll enjoy it this time. You might. Yeah. <sighs> Fresh new lens. Yeah. And a better state of mind, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, worse. This, this is the key to get through the end of this, Derek, because you have to watch each episode like four or five days in advance. So it's <laughs> recording. Yeah. Let you yeah cool down yeah. a little bit, you know, forget some things, and then yeah, yeah, you know, here here's a little bit of truth. When I'm watching them the first time, I read my notes, I'm always feeling rushed because I'm like, I gotta get watch this and be ready to for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very important part of the show. <laughs> it's a very important part. Yes, of the show. yes, that's and what I'm heard. usually finishing my watch with maybe an hour or two prior to recording. Sometimes minutes mm. before before recording. 
And that that's all very true. <laughs> and it's very fresh mm-hmm. in my head and I hate it so much. Maybe now as I'm learning about the episode for the first time, as I read my notes, uh, might enjoy it. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, for uh, once the season ends, we can just start over, but we'll try that method instead and see how it goes with season one and season two. Hmm. We'll do the watch and then wait a week and then <laughs> record our episode. <laughs> That'll be fun. We'd be upset with ourselves. We didn't start doing that originally. Uh, I mean, there's, we could have just not watched the monsters and talked about them every week. <laughs> just make some up. Yeah. You know. <sighs> I mean, we probably wouldn't have to because we could just read the synopsis, like the five sentence synopsis. <laughs> yep, and, and and a review and fill in the rest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's a plenty of people willing to oh, explain. See, see the so. movie man hyphen one has written a 15 paragraph review <laughs> that is the the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Herman walks down the hallway for five seconds. Nine out of ten. <laughs> people found it helpful. Yes. So this one starts, Herman. Is apparently shaving with a straight razor. <laughs> yep, in, yep. In a mirror. But if I I think the mirror is like waist high. So but he's shaving his face. So maybe he likes to shave his pubes too. I don't know what he does with this. <laughs> that, yeah, that's that's prime. Yeah. With, with a straight razor. With, yeah. a, with a straight razor. That, that is the original uh the Manscaped. Manscaped, yeah. yeah. The Manscaped straight razor. Just don't get it too close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just be careful, please. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie sneaks up on him. Hey, Pop. Herman startled. And he's so startled, he swipes his arm, and the straight razor cuts the top third off of a burning candle. Mm-hmm. And then the candle relights. Mm-hmm. Herman's like, Don't sneak up on me. Sorry, Pop. Yeah, Silence. well, he's got a stray razor to his throat. Yeah, you mm-hmm. gotta be careful. Herman goes back to shaving. Hey, Pop. Herman's scared again, swipes the the, the middle third off the candle leaves the bottom third and it relights. Yeah. I imagine somebody laughed at that. There's got mm-hmm. to be like some, yeah. some people chuckled. Uh, and Hermes says something to the extent of if I cut my head off with this razor, I'm sending you to your room. Great. Eddie, yeah. Eddie's only sneaking up on him while he shaves, not in front of a mirror because the mirrors are going to waist high. Uh, because he needs a photo of Herman. Why? Because he's the most handsome and coolest Herman in the world, or dad in the world. Herman <laughs> likes that. He likes the mm-hmm. compliment. He's like, oh, thank you. Keep going. Don't stop now. I'm almost there. Oh, <laughs> I didn't well. want to know what that meant. <laughs> and Eddie, <laughs> well, Eddie wants to submit Herman for the Father of the Year Award. Makes sense. Gotta fabricate something, because it wouldn't be a Munsters episode if we'd say I'm already hating it again. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they have a whole house full of weird and spooky, spectacular things, mm-hmm. but we need to have the stupidest fucking premise ever. <laughs> uh, give me a picture so I could submit you into a contest for father of the year. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like, how do we get to another classic missing link joke? Well, <laughs> here it is. Yeah. Someone has to see nope. Herman. Okay, well, how do we get people to see Herman? What haven't we done yet? Maybe a picture or sculpture. <laughs> hmm. but, on, so, but on top of that, it's also the fact of, like, they don't need the contest at all for this. It Marilyn no, turns this thing right. in, and, and the people could have brought him down there for, like, whatever reason. Oh, I know. We didn't need, like, this, like, extra storyline to go through, except that it's you know, Eddie and Herman trying to connect. 
you know, that, you know, they're trying to show their, you know, father, son bond or something like that. I don't know. And then the fact that Herman is like, gives them all that grief and is like, all right, there's a headshot in the drawer right there. Uh, I did think it was for the, oh gosh, no, I could never be submitted for that. And then Eddie mm-hmm. starts to leave and he's like, wait, 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 wait. Okay. We have to enter me. Yeah. Yeah. Come, come back here, little boy. It's in the top drawer. Go submit me. Banger. My guess is Keith, they Tibbles had 15 pages of a script done, right? There's roughly yep. a minute per page, and it's all the Maryland stuff. And he's like, fuck, I get paid by the page, and plus the page need 20-ish episode, 20-ish pages for an episode. So he came up with this father of the year shit. Or maybe at the time, uh the, his young son that he had birthed. Well, he didn't birth a he son. He birthed right? that? Wow. No. Right, he would have been a male seahorse. <laughs> He is a seahorse. <laughs> Tibbles the seahorse birthed his son, who would be the future guitarist of the Stone bass Temple player. Pilots. And um, <laughs> he was a bass player, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, maybe he had um, done that. Maybe a young Douglas Junior said, "Pop, you're the best pop in the world. Oh, I'm going to submit you to the Father of the Year contest. Here's a banger song I wrote. Okay. Banger, return from banger." Marilyn's trying to sculpt something out of a big hunk of clay. <sighs> Lily is trying to help. Marilyn mm. doesn't know what to do with it. Grandpa walks in and says, uh, Marilyn goes, I don't know what to do with this. Grandpa says, take two shots of penicillin. It should clear right up. What does that mean? I don't. She's got some sort of STD. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, like, yeah. is he talking about her? Or is he talking about the rock? Like, give it penicillin. It burns when I pee. Oh, mm-hmm. well, take two shots of penicillin. No, not that, Grandpa. The clay for the art project. Uh, maybe I'll do something classic Greek. Hmm. Classic okay. Greek. Now, Grandpa knows a. Cl- Grandpa was there uh, at the eruption of Vesuvius, which is italy but across the sea or whatever was greece i know my geography well you know he's been there yeah he's got to visit it at least once he's got to know ancient greeks but he does and he does know one seymour axiloxis i'm like okay tell me more he was a greek taxidermist tell me more in transylvania no Oh, yeah. I was like, really? Wow. Okay. And he would stuff all the guys' mother-in-law for free. Oh, my. <laughs> I didn't understand what kind of stuffing he did. <laughs> yeah. <I'd>, uh, <laughs> he did a lot of stuffing and he did it for free. She lets me sleep over. Sorry, guys. Free room board. Yeah. I mean, look, I know they do the thing now where, like, you can get your, your pet taxidermy. <laughs> like, stuff to, like, keep, keep around. Yeah. And, uh, and this basically was like mother-in-law's like taxidermy is what he's referencing yeah, that the Seymour guy did. That's like the joke old Seymour Axeloxis did this. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm imagining now that I think about it, like a mother-in-law stuffed like a bear in like the corner of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Just standing like there. Classic Tom and Jerry style. It's the, mo- the mother-in-law suite. It's mm-hmm. a whole new, whole new meaning. Cause you just walk in there and she's just standing there. Sweet. Oh God! Now they go to yeah. You're like laying the bed, and she's just standing there in the corner, <laughs> staring at you. Yeah, mm-hmm. arms raised, mouth agape. <laughs> yes, like in a monstrous roar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So uh, no, Marilyn doesn't want Seymour Axelox. She wants something interesting. 
Herman walks in. What's this hunk of junk doing here? <laughs> yeah. It's no, I like that. It's Marilyn's sculpture. He's like, Oh, <laughs> it show, it's great. It shows yeah. real talent. Now, mind you, this is just a big pile of clay <laughs> and it's done nothing. It's yeah. like a cube of clay. It yeah. Actually, it wasn't even, was it was like more like a pile, wasn't it? Almost looked like she's like, I'm going to sculpt a giant elephant dump. Yeah, you're, yeah, it was more, it wasn't like perfectly cubed. It was kind yeah. of like a, yeah, like a pile of something. A big pile of elephant dung. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, oh, it's beautiful. I love it. It shows talent. And Lil's like, no, you idiot. Um, so they're starting to discuss the qualities that Marilyn wants to make out of the clay. She wants a Greek god, chiseled features, the definition of manhood. Uh, what? I think that's what she said, or manly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Manliness. Uh, Ma- yeah. Manhood. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. <laughs> I don't know what it means. And both Grandpa and Herman are looking very smug about this. Yes, yeah. they're like, I have the definition of manhood <laughs> yeah. right here, I've baby. Got your manhood right here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gross. Um, but Herman's <laughs> like, oh, and Grandpa's like, yep, that's me. And they're like, they're talking about them. Herman says, well, shit, that motherfucker's in the room, Marilyn. And she's like, uh grandpa says oh but grandpa goes oh thank you yeah he says thank you i'm way too shy to pose yeah Mm -hmm. that motherfucker this motherfucker right here and he does like the the rvd uh thumbs down Mm and himself sort of thing me 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 herman munster father of the year candidate and greek god so that's a wrinkle Mm -hmm. to herman that we didn't know yeah the son of zeus like prometheus he is Prometheus. Lily is astonished by this, but in a good way. She's like, oh, I never thought of you as a Greek god. But yes, Herman hates to throw his modesty to the winds. But let's face facts. Grandpa has never been so sick on dry land. I've never been so seasick on dry land. Fade two. Herman is posing. And when I originally read the synopsis, I'm like, he's going to be posing nude in art class that's what i thought it was gonna be that would be awesome like for all the students she wanted she wanted that manliness i thought that's what it was gonna be that would be such a much better episode where she has to bring him to class for everyone oh wow i I love that so much better that's what i thought it was gonna be but instead we get her imposing nude at home well Uh, mm. he's not nude well except if you remove his clothes he would be totally nude that's true the, the, fan, the, the, the fan fiction we've been writing. Is. <laughs> but he's sitting there and then Marilyn. So this is Marilyn's art project, but her and Lily are both working on the bust. Yeah, it seems like cheating. It does seem like cheating. And which it, which is why it reminded me of like those two other episodes that we had already seen. I was like, what? Because we never figured out why they were making that bust. Mm-mm. Not once. And maybe it was one of those things like they're like, oh, we got to do 22 minutes or whatever. And we've only got 20 Uh, here. Let's do some excess footage of that. We have sitting around here. Yeah. <laughs> we let's, got let's this go find this busted story. Yeah, the spare prop that we have is the sermon. <laughs> bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there it is. So they're working. But we're on this bus and it looks amazing, right? It looks yeah. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very. I'd get one of those. Yeah. Museum quality. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Grandpa is pacing. 
Eddie runs in to let Herman know he just mailed off his photo and the winner oh, for the father of the year, and the winner gets a trip to Hawaii. Herman's like, go pack the bags, boy. We're going to Hawaii. Eddie goes to pack them and wax his surfboard. There's also, they, the winner also gets four new suits, a whole new wardrobe, which is what I think four new suits would be. Yep. Yeah. And a, a lifetime supply of frozen enchiladas. <laughs> to which Herman says, bueno. Lily thinks it'll be exciting to have a father of the year in the house. Grandpa is being a bit of a hater and says Herman can't win because he has an enormous conceit. Herman says, no, my conceit is normal sized. So it's average size. Yeah. It's average. And Grandpa, you're just jealous because you aren't you're not a father year. And then they start acting like children, sticking their tongues out one another. Lily scolds Grandpa. Stop this bickering or I'll send you up to your slab, which is very different than what usually happens, which is Herman gets scolded. True. Yeah. Lily took uh, Herman's side this time. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing that anyone knows in this room, and it's comes from Maryland, is that that bust is going to get her an A in art class. I agree. Even though I know she cheated, it still looks <laughs> <great>. <laughs> Did she earn the A? Maybe not. But she's going to get one. Mm-hmm. Flip to State University. Painting and sculpture class. Professor Gerhard von Hagenspahn. So this is where Harvey Corbin comes in. And he's yep. he's doing this German accent and he's trying to be funny and goofy because this is we're still fresh off the heels of WW2. So Germans aren't goofy and funny. <laughs> this was a voice he was known for too, right? Yes. Like, I may assume that's why he got this role in the previous one. Um, can you do a German accent? Oh yeah, da da. So he does it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Professor Gerhard von Fangenschmann, he's goofball. He's trying to sculpt something, hits it with a hammer, breaks. Marilyn walks in with her sculpture. I know it's early, but I was so excited I wanted to turn it in. He checks it out and he freaks out. It's amazing. Oh, it's so such imagination, such savagery. Uh, it captures man in his purest essence, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Marilyn's like, I owe a lot to my model. And he's like, oh, it's so beautiful. I want to skull fuck. And wait, what? <laughs> you said model? What model? Oh, yes. Well, that, was, that was a pretty good impression right there. What model? Why, yes, he's my uncle and he lives with us. And he's just 150 years old. Eh? <laughs> uh. I said he's 150 years old. The professor nods, grabs his hammer excuse me for a minute and then he hits the skip intro button um he hits himself in the head with it <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's how i do it every week if i'm not fade, feeling it fade. it's the analog way to do it you know yes always fade too if yeah if you're not streaming and you want to skip intro you just gotta hit yourself in the head with a hammer i mean if you're doing up. crisscross applesauce and you're just watching it all that way then yeah, hitting yourself <laughs> with a hammer gets you right back uh, in line yep, and... yep. That's how it works. Fade to Marilyn returning home through the front door. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote it that way, but she is. <laughs> Herman is sitting on the front steps with a machete whittling. Oh, God. <laughs> you forget about this part? Yes, he's whittling a <laughs> giant piece of clearly treated lumber. Yeah, you know, yeah you know. something that looks like maybe a, a giant post. <sighs> it's a post. Of, it's huge. Yeah. Lily walks in. 
what's happening, boss? I don't know why I wrote that, but I did. <laughs> Mary <laughs> <Right Flint. down>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lily walks in. What's happening, boss? Marilyn's like, oh, God damn. I just got back from telling my. Did you write that down, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I read I have lived that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I just tell Uncle Herman, uh, Uncle Herm, how her prof, her professor okay. loved the sculpture. It really knocked him out. And then Herman says, oh, looks have all, my looks have always had that effect on people. Eddie comes in wondering if, oh, God, I hate when they do this so much. I mailed something yesterday. Has the response come yet? <laughs> no. Eddie. He wants to know what the judges said about Herman's father of the year entry. Grandpa comes in and wonders what Herman is whittling. Yeah. Great God, question. I, oh, just a self-portrait of myself that if it is successful, I'll mass produce. And make millions. Make millions. Well, where'd you get the wood? I found it standing <laughs> on the front porch. Yeah. The front porch, which he comes in and out of all the time from work. <laughs> Every fucking day. And grandpa yeah, goes. It, so, like, yeah. Uh, the prop department must have been like, oh, shit, there's a contest this week, but nobody remembered or they forgot to tell everybody. And so they're scrambling for something. And it's just it's a stupid thing. Like, say you like say spot grabbed it off another house or something like that. I thought it was a telephone pole at first, but no, hmm, I thought it was the perfect example of manhood. I know. <laughs> hey, hey, what do you think is holding up the front porch? You dip fuck. <sighs> Do you think I am so stupid and pig-headed that I would remove a load-bearing piece of front porch wood? He didn't say load-bearing, but yeah. he, he implied it. it Obviously, yeah. precisely. No, that's poppycock and balderdash. And then we get the sound of the porch collapsing. Luckily, it collapsed now, and not when Marilyn was walking to the front door. True, it would kill her. Yes, it would have killed her instantly. Instantly. Or maybe not instantly. I don't know. <laughs> it would have crushed her spine. Herman opens up the front door, and indeed the porch has collapsed. And then Herman says, Dumb old porch. Yeah, dumb old Herman. Yes. Fade to Theodore J. Hansen, professor of anthropology. Uh, hey, I need to show you what one of my <laughs> students has done. And then we get the opening clip. They're going to be fucking rich. Mm-hmm. We'll tell everyone to. And then the, the anthropology guy goes, we'll be so rich. We tell everybody to jump in the ocean. The dean, the students. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, Dr. Wagenspahn, you are a genius. Of course, I'm German. Yeah. Yeah. And did you notice that Dr. Mm-hmm. Wagenspahn had his uh, hammer just like in his pocket the whole time? Yes. Like it was very got- strangely placed there. He's got mm-hmm. that hammer always. And then they're like, well, we know uh, we have a student in our state university that has an uncle that we believe is uh, the missing link. Yep. Again, we are going down the missing link. Route. We want to exploit him to be rich and famous. Mm-hmm. Our first order of business is to write the caveman and have him come in for a physical. Or you could just go and find out where the student lives. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, we're going to write him and tell him, hey, come on in for a physical. When Marilyn uh, shows up for the next class, you could be like, hey, we want to meet your uncle. Is that possible? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that easy. I'm sure yeah. Milo would be happy to. And in fact, if it was this big of a deal, he should have said immediately, like, oh, can you bring him down? We wanted to like mm-hmm. we want to discuss about the class, you know, and, yeah, and how you did this. Yeah. It'd be great to have the model there. Would have been perfect. You know what they could have done instead of mm. all the father year bullshit? They could have been like, I don't believe that you did this yourself. Yes. Yeah. Bring your model proof. down here and prove it. Well, anyway, the art professor looks at the picture of the and, and he didn't bring the bust to show the anthropology professor. <laughs> he took a picture of the bust to bring the in. So he's got this picture of the bust and he gives it a kiss. Uh, you may be a prehistoric monster. Monster, bring it to the chopper because you're a beauty, sweetie. <laughs> he kisses the photo of the bust of Herman. First commercial break. Hmm. Seemed like you- it took a while. Yeah, but we only had like four scenes and we've got there. Yeah. They're just long drawn out scenes that I wish weren't didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Fade back in from the commercial break to Herman coming down the stairs right when the mail is delivered and it's delivered via arrow and it sticks into the banister. Mail's here. Willie comes in. The mailman sure does keep his distance. Ever since we recycled this joke, ever since the time spot <laughs> buried him in the backyard. I mean, I would keep my distance too. Honestly. Yeah, no shit. If a giant, the dragon wouldn't have to even try to bury me. I just had to be visible one time. <laughs> true, true. I, I see flames coming out from the house. I'm probably not getting anywhere close. Hear the yeah. roar of what I assume is a monster. No, thank you. Herman's like, well, some people just don't like pets. Oh, boy, Herman has mail. Oh, boy, got mail. He opens it and reads it. We were so impressed with your photograph. We want you to come down to the university. Well, it wasn't a photograph. It was a bust. And then I guess it was a picture of the bust. Oh, whatever. Yeah, very, very. There's a big conceit with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really forcing that for some reason. Herman's excited. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Grandpa, what? Isn't it obvious? That's what was said. And I put in parentheses, yes. Herman <laughs> Herman thinks that the university is in charge of the father of the year and he's going to win. Lily's excited. Oh boy, my husband is a celebrity. He's never been a celebrity before, or yes, I've never has. dreamed of him being a celebrity and been so <laughs> angry at him for being a celebrity that I wanted to divorce when I woke up. No, that's ever happened. Mm-mm. Now I know how Lady Bird must feel. Hmm. Greta Gerwig's hit film. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, that movie was pretty good. I wouldn't call it a celebrity, but it was, it was good. Yeah, movie. I wouldn't call the movie a celebrity, but I'm assuming they mean Lady Bird Johnson, first lady of the United States. I'm assuming that's what they meant, but it could be could anything. Be could have been the dog from King of the Hill. I think it was like, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I love that dog. <laughs> Herman is like, damn right. I'm going to find out what these motherfuckers want. So he stomps off to go to the university. Flip to the art professor, the anthropology professor, and a medical doctor with a camera sitting in a room. Hitting themselves with the hammer and stressing out because, <laughs> oh, God, I just remember this part, too. That mm. letter should have reached Herman Munster a long time ago. So they've been sitting in this room. <laughs> just waiting for like him. Alfred yeah. in Bat the Dark Knight 
returns or rises or whatever it is yeah. sitting in the cafe in France, hoping that one day that he's going to see Bruce Wayne sitting there enjoying his life. Mm-hmm. These three assholes have been sitting in this room. We mailed off the letter. We have nothing else we can do now other than wait. Yeah, but, but we don't need to teach our students or great homework or anything like that. See, you know, yeah. ailing patients. Uh, yeah, we'll just. And they seem to have the same perspective that Eddie does is like, I mail something in the morning. I should have the response back by the evening type thing. Or at least have an article in the paper about it by the evening. Well, yeah, because that works very fast all the time. But they're just sitting there and they're like, if he doesn't show up, we're going to blow a bundle. So this leaves me with lots of questions. Are they paying this doctor by the hour? This is so poorly <laughs> thought out. Yeah. Like, what money have they wasted? Yeah, I would try to meet the guy first before I hire the doctor, but that's just me. I thought it was just like another colleague at the at the school. That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, maybe like the school doctor. Or well, I mean, we had a doctor at my when I at college when I married. But like, okay, it could be all those things. But what? What money are they blowing? What bundle have they blown? How much were stamps in the '66? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe they had. Maybe they had to reserve the the lab. <laughs> <laughs> They're just standing there waiting. I could. I'm losing out on valuable uh, paychecks by just I, standing here. I reserved or, the lab for yeah three weeks, waiting for Herman to get here. I'm or maybe they've just been doing coke all time. <laughs> yeah, to stay awake the whole time. Uh, We've just been popping methamphetamines and until Herman Munster gets here. So I wrote lots of questions, lots of questions. First one, how long have they been standing there waiting? And then I wrote, and others. So I don't know what the others were, but others <laughs> 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 like other oh, questions. Yeah, those are questions. Okay, yeah, yeah, lots of questions. Yeah. Biggest one being, what the fuck are they doing? Uh, after that, I guess they just write themselves. The, the anthropology professor, don't remember his name, uh, Dick pasta he's like i just hope he looks like the picture and then the other guy vulva pasta he says you expect me to believe a thing like that is a living among us so they're here they have this doctor they've been waiting for an undetermined amount of time and now the doctor is questioning wait a minute this is a real person (laughs) what was he thinking was gonna happen I don't know. Maybe for like they maybe they flew him in. If he's not like one of their people that they work with, maybe they flew him in. That's what they you know they spend a lot of money on. And then it's like and and did they explain to him that they were going to see a real person? They flew in this guy, uh, yeah, an expert in. They in the mailed field. off the letter to Herman Munster. They called up an associate on the opposite coast. Yes, Doctor, you are the premier biological doctor medical doctor in your field we're gonna mm-hmm. mail you in from or mail you we're gonna yeah fly well, you in. he'll be there fast <laughs> if they mail him <laughs> we're gonna fly in and then we're gonna stand in a room what for uh you'll see when you you'll get find here. out yeah yeah all right i'm in <laughs> like yeah. good i don't understand okay then the anthropology anthropology professor goes i know it's silly to think we found the missing link and then the art yeah. professor is like i'm so excited i could go back on the sauce <laughs> then all back there's a knock on the door the door crashes in it's herman the three doctors hug themselves like they huddle up herman's like you could say i'm from the school of hard knocks 
Good oh, yeah, man, that thought was pretty good. <laughs> In the sense that he knocks really hard. Uh-huh. He's at a school. Uh, there man, he is. That's good. Yeah. There he is in the flesh. The green flesh. Herman struts in. Let's get this shit going, y'all. I want those prizes. And they're like, what? You know, the prizes for father of the year. Herman had put his arm around the anthropology professor while he's talking. Yep. And the and guy that, looks very uncomfortable with that. that. Dude is terrified. He's going to crush me in his loving embrace. Our professor excuses him. Excuse me. And it's, it's like, come, we got to huddle up. It's like, did you hear that? Idiot said prizes. And he's a father. Mm, look at that puss. That's what they said. <laughs> Can you imagine what his offshoot looks like? Oh, I bet it's mm. popular at Halloween. <laughs> then the doctor, 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 doctor says to humor him while he does his exam and snaps a photo. Uh, and then they're like, one, two, three, break. And the team, let's go team. Herman's like, got my prizes. And they're like, oh, you can have all the prizes after the doctor does this. <laughs> let this <laughs> nice man yeah. touch you. Yeah, let this yeah. man, yeah, put his and you could paws have all a lolly. That'd probably work. Herman would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, remember when uh, the, the second, oh, no. Not the fake Dr. Dudley, but the first fake Dr. Dudley that wasn't named Dr. Dudley. Oh, uh, just like generic doctor yeah. guy. Yeah. But took the place of Dr. Dudley with the same ailments as Dr. Dudley. Uh, Dom DeLuise was the, uh, played him in that one. And no, was that was the fake one. Dr. Dudley. Remember there was the one. There was like an uh, alternate doctor they go see. That's not Dr. Yeah, Dr. okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I misunderstood so, so, what you're saying. tonsils removed? I can't remember. Uh, there's it. something. Yeah. They look yeah. down his throat and then Herman wants a lolly. Whatever. That's right. Yeah, because Herman's like about to puke because of yeah. the tonsils. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dumb. That was a great episode. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't done by Tibbles. Oh, man. So that they're like, right. you can have all the prizes after the doctor examines you. And Herman's like, uh, but they just want to make sure that you're in good shape. We can't you, to carry all the prizes. He's like, oh, that makes sense. And then the father of your can't be some broken down bum. Oh, yeah, that makes sense too. Fade to grandpa playing. Oh, this scene is so fucking weird. This is very weird. Grandpa's playing checkers with the ghost, and Lily is sewing, maybe. I don't know. She's on the couch. Mm-hmm. We get a little recap. Grandpa can't believe Herman is father of the year. Why would they have sent for him if he wasn't? The grandpa goes and starts talking to the empty chair. Oh, then we get like five minutes of this. Yes. Then we get him. It's like you're moved. Then we see the checkers jump. Takes and then grandpa gets a triple jump. And he's like, I win because you suck donkey balls. Pay up, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said something and like that. Then there's like this, what? You won't pay? You rat fink. Grandpa's yelling at the chair. Well, he's like, who is that? He looks familiar. Uh, just some bum I dug up on my walk through the cemetery. Yeah, and then she gets up and comes over and starts yelling at yelling the chair. Yelling at the empty chair. Does it's she like, not like introduce herself to the ghost? Like, how did this happen? That grandpa just dragged this ghost in and was like, hey, whatever. Like, must have. It's just weird that I don't know. This is a very strange interaction with this yeah. ghost, and she doesn't say anything. Un- yeah, until, until this Grandpa starts like saying, "Hey, you stole. You're stealing the money from me because you lost yeah. on a bet." 
Well, Lily is getting up there. It's like, we're respectable people. God damn it. You better fucking pay up. And the grandpa's like, you get out of my house. And gives him the, you know, it's like, you're out of here sort of thing. The chair falls over. Things get pushed and knock over as we are. With the camera follows nothing. The ghost, the door opens and slams. The grandpa yeah. yells out the door. You were nothing when I found you and you're still nothing. I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, what just happened here? It's I like, don't know. Is this like grandpa's side hustle or something? Like, <laughs> hustling ghosts at checkers. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to make sure you keep moving them around, though. That's the. Key. Oh, God. Yeah. That, I mean, sometimes the only way to get a ghost to move is just to scream in its face and tell it to get out of your house. I'll tell you what. They, him and Lily went at it with this ghost for a yeah. long time and they were heated. They seemed like legit mad. Like it was not like funny mad. It was like, whoa, this feels yeah. like serious. Like, so feel like like a mob thing almost. Like I thought they were about to kill this ghost. <laughs> well, if he wasn't already killed, that might yeah. be a thing. The ghost leaves. Grandpa yells at him. And then he takes a second and a half to compose himself. Now, what were we saying? <laughs> <laughs> so then we go back. What is the scene? It's so weird. And oh, he's like, oh yeah. Herman won Father of the Year. I'm happy that he won Father of the Year. I'm like, what? Because otherwise, <laughs> we'd have an eight-foot crybaby on our hands. Good point. Good point. True. Lily's going to get a new shroud from Sex Transylvania for the award ceremony. Eddie comes oh, strolling boy. in, and he is bummed the fuck out. What's wrong, young Edward von Wolfgang Munster, whatever your name is? You look like the world is coming to an end. And he says something that would be better than this. He was over at his friend. Oh, my God. He was over at his friend Buster Johnson's house. And look at this. And he holds up a newspaper that says Buster Johnson. Something they said his last name. I don't know. One father Johnson. of the year. Buster Johnson. <laughs> You're filling some blanks here. Oh. Uh, and oh, so he's like, <laughs> this, this is house? so fucking stupid. What's wrong, Eddie? Duh, I was over it. I don't know. Was his last name Johnson? I don't know. No, I mean, his name is Buster. That's all we know. We never got a last name. <laughs> I don't know where Johnson's coming I was from. over at Buster Johnson's house. And the newspaper says Buster Johnson's dad won father of the year. And I thought it would be awesome. If it was one of those novelty newspapers that you get made up at like Six Flags or some shit or like <laughs> Disney World, it says like Man of the Year, Father of the Year on it. And there's a picture of Buster Johnson's dad right in the middle, and then like then there's like other like unrelated headlines that are silly, you know, like oh, twelve foot horse wins Kentucky Derby, something like that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's this fake newspaper, and Eddie got duped by it, but it's not. It's no. apparently the real newspaper. Front page news. Father of the year. Buster Johnson's dad. I'm a, I have no idea what his name <laughs> Mr. is. Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson. Lily's like, well, that's fucking impossible. Because <laughs> your father is meeting with the committee right now. Oh, my and gosh. I was like, what is this? And Eddie's like, I just fucking told you, old man. It's the contest announcement. <laughs> Just, yeah, and it turns out what well, he got the dates mixed up. Yeah, yeah, he missed the deadline, yeah. which seems like a very unnecessary detail. Because as oh, us, God, the, the so viewers, 
we know that Herman would not win that. Like they'd see his picture and go, this is a prank or they would flip out and like yeah. their hair would fall out. Like he's not going to win. They could just like be like, I wonder why that happened. But as, as the listeners know, it's because he's a freakish monster. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. But yeah, the, the fact about him missing it is I don't just see Eddie a couple extra lines. Contract yeah. said he has say some main lines or something. Probably. Oh, he sent yeah. the picture after the deadline. Well, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what the fuck's going on. There's a lot Last of layers time. to this episode that we don't need. Oh. <laughs> and then we get the, you think that's bad? The last time your father met with strangers, they sold him the Vic Tanny franchise for Greenland. <laughs> what is that? I tried looking it up. I had no idea. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, I bet you it's like a jerky hut or something like that. <laughs> Grandpa says not to worry. Herman has a good head on his shoulders. Nothing in it, but a good head. Kind of funny. We flip to his head being examined. Yep, the good cut. Herman's laying down, and it, there's some big calipers around his head. They're like, look at the size of this melon. Unless it's very thick, he's got a huge brain. <laughs> you got a lot of brains in there. Right? Yeah. Enough brains to fill a large bucket, I think is what they say. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Herman's like, I don't want to brag, but I wear a size 16 and 7 8 <laughs> size hat. And I wish they would have left it at that because he's making reference to the, the new suits, I think. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of partial to black Hamburg. So I'm like, I don't know what that <laughs> means. It's like, oh, you're an amazing specimen. Thank you. I try. Thank you. Thank you. I want to measure his chest. Now, doctors, I have to warn you. If you tickle me, I'll yeah, tickle I, you back. This is the best line of the episode right there. Yeah. So weird. Easily. The doctor's just like, would you just fucking shut like, up and sit what still? The heck? Yeah. Can you just yeah. stop talking for five minutes? Like, <laughs> Imagine the rest of the episode is just Herman silently sitting there as the doctor silently <laughs> examines him. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the, like so we, shut the fuck up so we can get done. Jeez. Uh, Herman's just like awkwardly, like he opens his mouth for a second, but then he's like, uh, they just he slap him it. every time his mouth yeah. kind of opens. <laughs> <sighs> I won't move a muscle because I don't want to screw up my new suit measurement. Then Herman says some shit about what kind of suit. Don't care. The doctors have no clue what he's talking about. Then Herman reminds them about <sighs> the prizes. And why do oh. they? Be like, we don't know what you're talking. Then they just agree to just go with whatever he's saying. Like, why are <laughs> yes. they being like, Herman? We don't know what you're talking about. Why even say that if they're just like <laughs> pretending? Because just this man's an idiot. Just say, just agree with whatever he says. <sighs> Herman's like, remember the prizes? Oh yes, of course, the prizes, the prizes. Should we try the patellar reflexes? As long as it isn't something naughty, Herman says, because he doesn't know what oh my. Teller is. Uh, the doctor pulls out his little reflex hammer, hits Herman in the knee. It shatters when he hits Herman's knee. Um, so he grabs the art professor's hammer out of his pocket. He's been using to hit himself in the head with. Yep, First knee. Probably chunks of blood on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like skull and brain matter on it. Uh, First knee he hits. Herman punches the anthropology professor in the chest, which should probably kill him. Uh, yeah. Other knee, he hits the art professor in the chest, which should probably kill him. Both dead. That would be a great dead episode. instantly. Like Herman karate chops him in half. 
super visceral splatters everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Herman pulls his hands back. They're just like intestines on them. Yeah. Huh, he's like, weird. Hmm, weird. Yeah. And then the doctor doesn't notice. And then he does the next thing and yeah, gets kicked out the window. Doctor's doctor goes interesting. No knee reflexes. Herman says something. We're all put together differently. Great. I want to test the chest. Again. So the camera shifts out to a position. Uh, and there's all kinds of space mm. between the doctor. There's Herman on the left, the doctor, and then there's like 15 feet and then the window. Yep. And I'm like, oh, mother, that doctor's going to get kicked out the window. That's the first thing I thought was going to happen. The doctor slides off to the side. Uh, what's he do? Taps Herman's chest and Herman kicks the chair out the window. Yep. Oopsie daisy. You're alive, one all right. Uh, so then the uh, the team gets together, the team of doctors. All right, let's send them home. And then Herman's like, oh, I don't want to go home. Where's my prizes? And then they're like, oh, they smooth out with baby duck. Oh, you'll get your prizes when you get home. Herman's <laughs> like, okay. So he leaves. And then start talking shit about Herman. Oh, he's an idiot. He's an actual throwback. He's worth his weight in gold. Doesn't matter. He's a damn idiot. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed the posters in the doctor's room are like frogs, the mm-hmm. skeletons, but or it kind of looked like humans, like crouching like frogs. I thought it was that too. There's like uh, the human skeleton walking to the right, and just to the left of that is what looked like a human squatting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of a strange picture. I couldn't tell if it was a frog or a human squatting. Yeah, that just tells you, you know, nature. It's beautiful. Like if. On the inside, <laughs> we're all the same. Press frogs, us, uh, humans that squat. <laughs> kind of profound. Now I think about it. <laughs> Very profound. Fake <laughs> two. Lily, Grandpa, Marilyn, and Eddie in a weird place in the house that we've never seen before. Lily just can't do it. She can't tell Herman he's not Father of the Year. Well, someone has to because he's home. And then you see down the hallways, the front door and Herman walks in. But he doesn't see anyone. <laughs> he like stops, looks around, mm-hmm. like expecting everyone to greet him. <laughs> to and he's come like, running oh. in. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, they're not here. I'll go to the living room. Eddie goes, oh, shit. I let the newspaper in there with Dick Johnson oh. or whatever his name is. Buster Johnson's dad, Dick Johnson, <laughs> is in <laughs> there. <laughs> And and says, <laughs> here's what I wrote down. And he's like, oh, God, the newspaper in there. And it says that F- F- Frank Stompton won the Father what? of the Year contest. Frank Stompton? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, that's just typo on the newspaper's part. They had the right thing. <laughs> Who's Frank Stompton? Well, he won. Oh, dear. I hope Herman doesn't see it. Cut to Herman seeing it. And then yes. he roars like Spot. That was kind of funny. The way his like mouth like slowly opens. Mm-hmm. Like that's like the most distressed I imagine he's like we've ever seen him. If he's <laughs> making that noise instead of like screaming or you know darn 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 like yeah he's he it's... is truly shook by this. Cut <laughs> back to the family. Oh, he saw it. Family runs into the living room. There's Herman. What is the meaning of this? Eddie immediately jumps in front of the bullet. I didn't mail yep. it. I, I didn't mail it soon enough. I'm so sorry, Dad. Marilyn's like, "Don't worry, Herman. You would have won." I was like, 
fucking right. I would have won. Yeah, I know I'm that. fully aware of that, Marilyn. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like, Herman, you aren't disappointed? And that's when we get the following uh, clip. Yeah. Grandpa, I understand the situation perfectly. A man of my metal must readily absorb disappointments. It was just a simple mistake. <laughs> the child here failed to enter me on time. Therefore, I could not compete. Therefore, the contest went to another man. Therefore, it's an open and shut case. Hey, Pop, I'm glad you're not mad at me. Son, son, I'm not finished. <laughs> Therefore, I do not get my new wardrobe. Therefore, I do not get my free trip to Hawaii. Therefore, I do not get all my other neat prizes. Therefore, I'm going to have a tantrum. Screams like spotting. Yeah. Oh, that might be the best line of the episode, I guess. Like the, that whole spiel. The build up to that is pretty hilarious, I think. Because also he's doing like that thing, like, you know, he always like when he was an actor, he changed his voice a bit. Mm-hmm, it was like, mm-hmm. he changed, I was like, expecting him to say like, ergo. The, yes. You know, like that Mr. whole Logic. speech thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Instead, he decides to make sounds like Godzilla or Spot. Yeah. King Kong. There is something we need to talk about, and I've been meaning to talk about it for a while. I keep keep forgetting, and this clip reminded me of it. All right. Somewhere in season two, Herman became a lip smacker when he talks. Yes. Yes. He punctuates with. I mean, that noise is pretty. Yeah, it can, you know. I've never noticed. The damn time. His all the time. I didn't didn't notice. Very smacky. And I wanted to mention it up at top of the episode, and then when we get to the when we got to the clip, I wanted to be like, "Now prepare for lip smacking galore," because that's all the man does now. Every episode, it's been at least the last ten or twelve episodes. He's just like between every sentence. He's got a lot of mouth noise going on. Like when he's like opening his mouth, like you can hear like this, the spit kind of, you know, like for when I used to, I would edit podcasts, it suddenly becomes hyper. I became hyper aware of this where like when people talk, like you can hear kind of like the like Mm -hmm. little spittle, like moving around in their mouth and stuff. And ever like Herman does that like a lot. You can hear a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's been, that's been weighing on my conscience. It's it's been a cross that I've had to bear for quite some time. I'm glad you brought it up because I had kind of just like accepted it, but you're right. It's kind of uh, obnoxious. It is. It's out of control. And if if I could find a way to go back in time and change <laughs> change the past, change better, one thing in the past, yeah. it would be that. Like if I could like, go back in time and change anything in the past, yeah, it would be that. Go- you go confront Fred Gwynn, like just stop it with that already. Yeah, just stop. <laughs> stop. Just have him like re- replay it to him, like and just have it repeating that sound over and over again. I think he would know. Just and then he'd stop doing it. You get self conscious about it always, all all the time, all the damn time. Just drink some water before you start talking or something. Mm. I think that's also help. Yeah, but that tantrum mm-hmm. is pretty awesome. I enjoyed yeah. it. It's pretty uh, good. It is the highlight of this episode. 
And yep. that clip ends right into our final commercial break. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I could use a nice uh, humor kick. It's not that we're here. Yes. Now, remember, we got like a minute, two minutes left of this episode. And it's going to end with absolute most funny thing you could ever imagine. Oh, yeah. Credits. Some that it's really amazing. Ties, they do it. Some that really ties the whole thing together with a with a joke, yep. like a, a nice callback to something. Usually. Now here's the thing. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, so I'm it's, probably going to be floored when I read my notes. I mean, isn't it impressive that week after week they they have something funnier than I could possibly imagine, and then like yes. it like opens up the doors of my imagination, so now I can understand something funnier. And then the week after that, it just keeps expanding <laughs> those doors. Yeah, like it's just it's cool that they're able to keep that kind of energy going through the season. Oh man, well. There's something we hadn't seen this entire episode yet, and it was the breakfast table. So mm. after the final commercial break, we fade into the breakfast table. Thank God. Of course. Lily is glad Herman calmed down, because when he hit his head against the wall, their whole chimney collapsed. Hmm. Okay. Been fun still to see that. Peeved. I'm still peeved at those people from the university. Marilyn's like, I wonder who they were. You would think Herman would describe any of them, and he should be like, yeah. oh, it's my art professor. It's a guy with yeah. the German accents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I went to an art room with a bunch of sculptures. <laughs> Eddie comes in with a flaming newspaper. Spot yeah. went out and fetched it. Yep. Hermit opens the flaming newspaper, and then he has to put it out by dunking it in his coffee. Mm-hmm. It seemed like unintentional, still on like mm-hmm. fire, so he had to dump it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He tried to blow it out. Remember, and he couldn't. It didn't so work. He, yeah, he had to dip it in his drink. Mm-hmm. Herman's like, oh, this proves who those ninnies at the university were. And he'd think he'd show it to Maryland and be like, oh, that's my professor. Because those professors were fired for perpetrating a hoax. Yep. Mm-hmm. Grandpa's like, give me that piece of shit. And he grabs the paper, he reads it. How gullible do they think that he's, this is what it says in the paper? Do they think the public is to believe this creature walks among us? Herman says it serves him right for trying to pass off this handsome mug for a prehistoric monster. You mean you mean the guy who we've ran articles about multiple times? <laughs> the missing link? Yeah. <laughs> this man has been the missing link twice now. <laughs> he's been a mummy. He's been lots of different things and has been in the paper repeatedly. Yeah. yeah was sure creature was his, yeah his, his picture is in there constantly yep. for different things. <laughs> and yet the same newspaper writes in like who would believe this oh yeah, how about zooks. yeah everyone would believe it because you guys have been running these articles for years now mm-hmm. the editor should like recognize this like oh god that's herman again <laughs> oh, it's this monster chap maybe maybe it's like they've got to like cover it up because they don't think the world's ready for it <laughs> yeah yeah maybe that's what it is they're trying to bury it well he goes well this only proves one thing that this world is full of weirdos <laughs> Herman puts his arm around Lily's waist. Yep, thought he was grabbing her butt for a second. He, he probably goes, was. You're so yeah. right. The camera zooms in on Herman. He chuckles. Getting get a good <laughs> squeeze <laughs> of her butt. <laughs> as he <chuckles>. Credits. <sighs> Hilarious. That's <laughs> always. They even, they even had a goddamn joke there, and they didn't end on the joke. Yeah, they kind of like zoom in slowly, like why? But not, but not even that. Him him having the fit before the break 
is the great ending. That's the perfect yeah. ending. Mm-hmm. That would be that would make up this whole episode if that ending had just been perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess he can't end with Herman throwing a tantrum because then people will be like, "Well, what a jerk! I don't want to watch him next week." <laughs> yeah, God. Mm-hmm. we have to end with them calming down. He may have broke a chimney, uh, but <laughs> he's a reasonable man. <laughs> he may have broken a chimney. One of the worst things you can do in 1966 is break a chimney. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, we'll see at the close cup. Oh, true. Well, I mean, he won't. That's the problem. He won't. That's the problem. Yeah. He'll mark your house too. As soon as he sees the chimney, he's never coming back. <laughs> Put some that's naughty list material. Mm-hmm. Well, there it was. Season two, episode 25. Hmm. Prehistoric hmm. monster. What you guys think? Uh meh. Like it's got a couple things here and there. Sure. Like, I mean, even if even if the uh even if Harry Corman's whole uh you know German thing is is at this point in time really played out. Yeah, you know, it wasn't as much back then, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Um, he's good. Like he's fun to see in, in the episode. He's with him being goofy with that. Um, there's a couple other things, but there's like we've discussed, like there's no reason to have the contest. There's no reason, you know, it, it's easily to just go down there. Uh Marilyn identifying these people as her teacher, you know, and, and some extra professors probably would have been easy to do. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's not it's not all there for me. I, it's just, it's another one of these ones that kind of fits right to the middle of meh, not great, not bad, not the worst we've seen type thing. Big pile of these things right in the middle. Yeah. I didn't like this one super much. It was uh very convoluted. Like Keith was saying, there's a lot of like elements. It's like, why did we even do this? Yeah. The contest, the guys like, Oh, let's go along with them. And then, halfway through the season they like what are you talking about we don't understand what you mean it's like you're not going along with him okay um stuff like that is kind of annoying there were a couple points that i thought were genuinely really funny like herman like making that weird roar sound and they're going oh he read it i thought that was funny mm-hmm. um then uh, yeah the build up at the end where he's like trying to be all rational about everything and then goes to a tantrum that was just, like prime herman right there really good stuff yeah. that really is that should be the end of the whole thing Yes, I agree. That was the a perfect button. No, the of the of the episode, of the episode. I mean that it it's that's the kind of ending that they kind of strive for all the time, and then it still was like commercial break, and then get back to it. Yep. There was a cool picture of like a frog or a man squatting um, <laughs> that I liked a lot, but <laughs> skeleton, <laughs> skeletonized frog or man squatting okay. <laughs> could be either one. I thought that was pretty cool, but. Eh. I don't think the good stuff really outweighs the bad. It feels really bogged down. Like it's a lot of the times I'm able to just kind of go with the flow with the like stupid stuff mm-hmm. they do. But this one, I felt like it kind of, there was a little too much like convoluted stuff going on. So it's hard to, hard to forgive it for this one. I think. Yeah, I agree. This one doesn't just have one external f- source of conflict to drive the story. It has two and the they're mildly related but not necessarily interchangeable mm-hmm. um as we've discussed you can find a million better reasons to get herbert in the room with three professors and you don't even need three you could add one maybe even two you know mm-hmm. uh, and if you really want to use harvey corman just have him be it we know what we thought what did yep. the internet have to say yes well, 
in November November 11th, Veterans Day of 2018. <laughs> Jimmy underscore the underscore Jet 4 had this to say. Harvey Corbin's last appearance. Oh. Marilyn in, in, in life? <laughs> he died yes. right afterwards. Yeah. yeah, he died on set. Herman does a bust of... Uh, Marilyn does a bust of Herman for her art class, and a professor thinks Herman is a prehistoric man. Corbin had appeared three other times on the show. He has the funniest moments as the German-accented professor. A subplot the show has Eddie sending in Herman's picture when the professor sends a letter to Herman for him to come in to be examined. Herman thinks he won the contest. One out of one found it helpful. No score. That was it? That was it. Mm Mm-hmm. There were no thoughts on the episode, like nope. his personal opinion. He's well, kinda he just... said this was her, Harvey Corbin's funniest. Oh, okay. That's true. Okay. That's only sure. one out of one found it helpful. Yeah. Everyone else. That was Harvey, Harvey Corman like that one. <laughs> his <laughs> estate did, right? Yeah. In, uh, 2018. Well, we did it. We that's it. it? That's it. That's the only oh. review. Wow. We made it through. We survived prehistoric monster. We've got six left. 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. I thought we had 32. eight left. Nope. No. I'm going to go with Derek's number. Well, yeah, I like that better. Six. There were seven, I think. Oh, wait. 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Oh, there are seven left. 31, 32. Uh, <sighs> still better than that. Womp. Seven left. Well, what's going to bring us back for the next one, guys? I'm I and I, I'm pretty sure this doesn't happen, but man, what I would really love to see is I would love to see like there's a knock on the door and they go to open it and it's Pat Priest. We find out <laughs> that Marilyn's just been gone, like away from like you know, went back to the old country for a bit to do something, and they're like, wait a minute, who's this other Marilyn? Then? Oh, I like that idea. Mm. Yeah, and then you rip off her mask and it's the babysitter Dr. Dudley. Oh, babysitter, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dudley. And, and then you rip off that mask, and it turns out that it's Dr. Dudley all along. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. That's a great episode idea. Hmm. I'm hoping that we get more top-down pictures of animals and or squatting men. Um, like I want to see like other animals as that I want, I could confuse with a human being and be like, Hmm, I can't tell exactly. Like, is it an elephant or is it a human? <laughs> is it a lion or is it just a man? Sure. Hmm. I, I think they could do more of this, like background picture stuff, you know, add maybe it doesn't have to be necessarily skeleton pictures. It could be other things like maybe, Oh, is this a hedge or is this a man? I don't know. That kind of thing. <laughs> you just let things be mistaken for, for people. Uh, well, I mean, I'm open to anything, but sure. I mean, oh, why not? Maybe it's like a picture of an airplane, or is that a guy standing there? I don't know. <laughs> it's always is it something or a guy? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> is it something or a guy going to NBC <laughs> this fall? <laughs> yeah, my uh, yeah. The Pilot writers, the writer's strike is going on. We're rolling <laughs> yep, out those that's new, right. <laughs> yeah, new game shows. By Alec Baldwin. Is it something? Or is it a guy? I got to get in while the getting's good. All those writers are gone. <laughs> I'm throwing out my script left and right. Yeah, I'm getting all kinds of. Yeah. <laughs> is it something or a guy? Oh, I think I think it's a garbage can. Uh, it's it's something. <laughs> Wrong. 
it turns it was actually a body painted man uncoils himself and he's a man and yeah that would be a great game oh. show <laughs> it's like it's like is it cake or not you know that one but it's like is it something in a man? <laughs> <laughs> like the world's like best master of disguise like going around like pretending to be things and you have to guess <laughs> if it's him or if it's just a normal object <laughs> that's a good idea <laughs> well for me <laughs> I'm hoping uh, I don't know I hope we get some more big character breaking moments here that just define who the monsters are for us and okay, like Herman. I really feel. I hope it's going to happen, but he gets uh-huh. a wristwatch. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yep. Um, so he can like tell time now or something. Yeah. So he's never late. I mean, it's the premise of the next episode. It's like Herman, you're always late. And he gets a wristwatch. He's like, Herman gets a watch. Now. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I'm, I'm sure they can make an episode of that. <laughs> Surprise they Herman goes to the store. He interacts with the shop guy. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't fit the first time, so he has to come back. And on the way, of course, uh, like a woman comes out and she's like doing, she's like messing around in the garden. Sees Herman walking by. He's like, "Good evening, ma'am." And she's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Yeah. And then she runs off. Yeah, like I mean, I've already got like half an episode right there. <laughs> They practically write themselves at this point. <laughs> they do. Grandpa a- runs away from home. He's like living in a shack somewhere, and then somehow the watch is involved. Yeah. Well, it's a B plot. We can't have a B plot. So it's just oh. Herman gets a watch. Yeah, it's a watch. That, it's day. a watch that Grandpa's, you know, had uh, he's kept in his butt for. <laughs> what? <laughs> I held this uncomfortable hunk of metal mm-hmm. where no one else could get it. But Herman that. somehow Herman got a hold of that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wonder what he was doing in there. I don't know. Well, this is time I, Grandpa took a potion and. Uh... Yep. It, but you know, something. He gets the watch. He's late for work. Gateman's gonna fire him. He's like, I'll get a watch. Fine. So he gets the watch. Herman's or Grandpa's jealous of the watch. Yeah. Lily hates him because of the watch because the watch has gone to his head. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, he gets that persona of like a big watch guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the watch, oh, constantly is breaking because every time he looks at it, the glass cracks. And so oh. he's always going to the watch repair store. Mm-hmm. Lily thinks Herman is cheating on her, mm, philanderer, with mm-hmm. a grandfather clock, a watch okay. repairman. <laughs> I don't know what she thinks, but she thinks this. Right, she yep. got him with a grandfather clock. <laughs> yep, no, you never know. <laughs> Don't oh, you think God. it's weird that Herman's constantly talking about the time and looking at his wristwatch? He's cheating <laughs> with a clock. I know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, that's is that a clock, episode. or is it a man? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's something. Uh, or is it cake? That's that's what I hope happens next episode. We'll see if it is. Oh. Like it. That's a big character development. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we did it. We got seven left. Did we? You guys got anything to plug? Uh, no, no. Just well, my new show streaming on all networks. <laughs> all networks. Yeah. It's, a, it's the Terry takeover. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, then we should end this episode the way we end every episode. Mm-hmm.
My grandma used to love the show. Eyes of a ranger, the unsuspecting stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right. Cause the eyes of oh, a yeah. are upon you. The classic. He's gonna see. When you're in Texas, look behind you. Cause that's where the ranger's gonna be. The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop-Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullett. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.